Hey everybody, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. That was on the radio yesterday. Was it? Welcome back, Cotter. Who sings that? Is it like what? a one-hit wonder? Nobody it's not knows? Horshack. Uh, I don't even know who that is. He's one of the characters. One of the sweat hogs. Of where, what is A Welcome Back Potter or something? Is that what it's called? No, it was a TV show called Welcome Back Cotter. Oh, Cotter. Yeah. Didn't Gabe know Gabe Kaplan, I think, was the guy who played uh, Mr. Cotter. It was like a teacher. It's where John Travolta came from. Hmm. I mean, not where he came from, but I think that's his first breakthrough role. Maybe he had like a chewing gum commercial before that's that. That's like, I was watching, so we've been watching Alias here, because Larry and my mom are watching it, and I did not realize that uh, Bradley Cooper was in that show. I never watched Alias. I know Jennifer Garner, obviously, that was like her, I guess, breakout role, maybe? I think that was her big role, yeah. I mean, she's been on a lot of things since and over has the years. Has she, though? Or has it kind of fallen off for her? She just changed gears in life? Because I don't see her anymore. Yeah, she's had a bunch of different uh, shows. She had one recently come out on Apple. Oh, cool. I don't know if it's Disney or Apple Plus. Anyway, but streaming services now, right? It's not what it used to be, so you don't know. Also, we don't watch commercials, so how are we supposed to know about trailers and things coming out? Also, we don't watch movies. Right, right, right. So <laughs> We mainly watch... We're missing everything. Yeah. I'm really hooked on Billions. Billions is an excellent show. I don't know if anyone out there is watching it. It's but... on Prime. It's originally a Showtime show. Yes. And it has the guy from Homeland that we, we don't like that show. Right. Oh, Quiver Chin. Right. We, don't, we can't watch that show. It drives me crazy. If you're interested in um, powerful characters and power dynamics. And just drama. It's a good drama. Well-written, tight show, and the acting is second to none. It's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Every actor in it. My favorite is... Pig Vomit. Paul Giacomini. Yeah, he's my favorite. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? But I didn't know he's called Pig Vomit. Well, that's from the Howard Stern movie. He's the oh. uh, he's the radio station head who's like, no, Howard W. and BC. Because he's got mm. like that whiny kind of voice. Yeah. He's but, a great actor. Though. He's, he's so, so funny. Um, you don't like him. I know that you don't like him because he's kind of a... He plays the... Okay, so here's the setup, guys. There's a uh, hedge fund billionaire mm -hmm. who has come from Axel. nothing, I believe. Like, what a fucking crazy cool name. Axelrod? Bobby Axelrod? Yeah, right. I think, it, yeah. He was you got mate. a pretty good last name, St. Louis. You know, that's well, not bad. I'm not shitting on your last name slash my <laughs> last name. I'm just saying for the character like Axelrod, you're right. like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's Axe Capital. Uh -huh. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Axe Body Spray. But anyway, so which one are you thinking is my favorite character then? Oh, uh, I would assume that the psychiatrist is your favorite no, character. No. no, although she's great. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about Bobby's right-hand man. Oh, he's great. He, you nailed it. <laughs> I don't it. even know what his name is. You said he belongs at the Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. You know, he probably was in that movie. His, with his little... whiskers are always turned up, and he kind of reminds me of that guy on the Moulin Rouge, that movie. Anyway, I love What it. if I did that with my... Uh... I feel like it... I mean, you could. It takes it's, a certain... It's a certain type of person. Yeah. It'd be like me doing... You know, there's those girls that get into kind of the Betty Page look. Oh, yeah. Um, Rockabilly. I don't think I'd like that for you. I'd, I would never. That's not my style. But I'm just saying you could do, I could do it. Yeah. Like, you could do that. I just don't think it's your style. Yeah. Fair enough. Or there you, you have be it. a Dapper Dan man. A Dapper Dan man myself. <laughs> Anyways, if you don't know who we are, welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Yes. We're really getting up there in age. This is episode 58. Can you be, can you dig it, can, brother? Can you believe it? Yeah. I cannot believe it. Yeah. But here we are. And um, we've made it. We have made it. So this is the end of our journey in Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, we drove up here. We're visiting. I can't believe it's been a month. I'm not going to lie. It went way faster than the last time we were here for a month. Yeah. Maybe it's because last time we didn't do any work. 
well, that's it. We're, we're doing our regular job. We've basically taken over their house. We've got uh, a little studio going on in one room. We've got the editing suite. Um, we have Larry making copies. I don't know how many copies you got to make, buddy. He's Just sewing make... the pillowcases. Yeah. <laughs> Larry <the> is... <laughs> No, that's Denise. And that's actually, she lives up here too, not too far. Um, Can you imagine? That's so funny. Hey, every time they come and uh, visit, they put me to work and I my fingers are really sore, you know, so sewing. So many paper cuts, yeah. so much sewing. No, um, it's just funny because usually, so back in Santa Monica, Sean and I do, we record this on a Thursday evening. So usually we do our regular day and we finish around anywhere between four and six is when we will start recording the podcast. Right. And so we're finished, you know, and again, anywhere from six to 8 p.m. depending on when we started. But when you're in someone else's house, you're like trying to, I don't want to get in the way of them making dinner, but Larry. Or, you know. <laughs> Just interrupting their lives, right? Totally. I mean, I, I feel like we're an imposition. I know. We didn't I, just I'm like, show up with. You have to be quiet for two hours. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is Larry, he's retired, if you didn't know. And he has a bunch of local buddies in this kind of, I don't know if you call it a housing development. I guess you would. Yeah. Um, in the area who do happy hour on the weekdays around 3.30 or 4 p.m. And he's usually the host because he gets sun in his driveway. There's the hostess with, with, with the, the mostest. mostest. Yeah. And they can sit in the driveway and there's a ton of sun. And so people are like, uh, in Washington, you know, they get super stoked. But today, because... Do you have the sun? You, have you seen the come, sun? We will come to the sun. But today, Bernie, another guy down the street, is going to host it because it's hard for them to come in and get their ice for their cocktails. And also, we've been interrupted a few times by some um, drunken mayhem. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it was pretty funny. I mean, yeah, Norm and him were pretty funny. Yeah, they we were. We showed the photo of them yeah. on the pod. Bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Overall, uh, it's been a great trip, but uh, it's coming to a close, which means we have to jump in the car and mm -hmm. head south. Uh, Are you going to let me drive time, at all? No, nah, if you want to drive. but I don't mind driving. I don't want to drive the whole thing myself. I can. I've done that before. Yeah, it was a 17-hour trip. Mm -hmm. uh, with an extra two tacked on for bad behavior at the beginning of the trip when I forgot the hard drive. So we were an hour outside of Los Angeles. Yeah, we, we could have made back. it in 15, probably 16. Yeah, aside from the ice storm and the apocalypse. <laughs> those those were things that... It was um, a little rough. And Sean was so sure that it was going to be fine because he's from Montreal, damn it. Yeah. But then when we get into Portland, he says to me, do you remember... Oh my God, we're going to crash. No, he says, I've never seen conditions like this. I had never <laughs> seen an ice storm like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, mainly it was because the roads weren't cleared, but on our drive home, they're going to be totally fine. You yeah, know, I haven't looked at the road crossed. conditions. I'll check them out because, yeah. you know. In case we need we to can always put it off. one of the yeah. passes. Or yeah, maybe. Because it was snowing in LA. Like what? Not in LA. Well, in, in like Pasadena, Riverside, like as you get in that little. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's amazing. So, um... People are frustrated with lockdowns around yes, the world. We'll much. just touch upon this real quickly. Then we'll uh, get into some letters. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it's wonderful. We have a couple of different people playing uh, instruments out there in our community. Oh, okay. Um, you made a really horrible transition just there. You said people what? are getting sick of lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I think so, it's really wonderful. Oh. And I was like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's not wonderful. People are really I'm, sick of something. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> the lockdown is great. No, I was like, what, punch you in the throat. Follow my train of thought here. Not mm -hmm. you, but you know, for People, everybody. you who's listening at home. Yes. Uh, what I was trying to say is that. Would you say it was, I was going to say. I was going to say. Mm -hmm. PJ uh, has a band practice this weekend. PJ. Yeah, mm -hmm. PJ. And, or a jam session, you know, with, the, mm -hmm. with some of his buddies. Christoph and, finally had his first one back too. Well, that's it. And I think this is a sign that 
you know, um, we're, we're coming out of lockdown. The musicians are coming out. I, and I hope so. Because Christoph then got the, the notice the next day that it was shut again. No. Oh, so he got one band practicing. <laughs> mm-hmm. PJ is going to have his jam session this weekend. He was pretty excited. He's like, yeah. you know, the guys are getting a little fidgety. We need something. And you can only imagine. like, Well, if that's your outlet. Yeah. That, and that, I think that's been my frustration. And the reason that I've never really fully agreed with lockdown okay. is because we don't have any outlets. Like I can't go, not that I would go to a yoga studio, but if someone really needs that outlet as safely as you can make it happen, you know, yeah, make it outdoors if you can, or increase circulate. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But if people want to practice band practice, make that available, you know, and I feel like open the windows, get some ventilation. Don't let the viral particles build up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but I just feel like instead of even trying to give businesses an opportunity to, pivot and roll with the punches and make it work they just were like no they didn't have a plan i think they didn't know what we were dealing with totally understandable it was a novel virus so we didn't really know anything about it and yeah but well they were trying everyone was doing their best it's like i'll give you a few months to be like it's happening and then be like okay yeah we can't let this take us down mentally and economically so how do we mitigate Right. You would have thought that the first line of defense would be rev up your system. Let's mm-hmm. get your your blood flowing. We Let's be handing out zinc and vitamin C yeah. to everybody for free or some it, shit. That's what I didn't understand. Like, like they weren't prepared. No. Wear masks, don't wear masks. I couldn't follow it. Anyways. Anyway, let's not get into that. Yeah, we're moving on. Because it's just crazy. But <clears throat> I hope things open back up. I yeah. hope that um, people feel a little bit more free to connect with others because i think that's what i'm worried about now first it was like we might die what is this virus oh my god and as people get vaccinated and as things open up it's more like please the mental health ramifications of continued lockdowns is not good yeah it's very bad i talked to barry today how is barry barry the psychiatrist is doing great he's always a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm. good perspective on things makes good jokes the right time you know and uh but he said that restaurants should be opening up in California um, soon. Okay, he, yeah, he he thinks that they're going to start. Uh, you know where I really want to go before we move? No. M- Musso and Frank's. Oh. I want to go so bad. <laughs> I wanted to go when my first book came out as yeah. a reward to myself. Right. But Sean doesn't like to go east of the 405. And I get a little pushback. <clears throat> and so I, I, would, I want to go. All right. Well, let's put it on the calendar. If they open. Yeah. When, when, and if. So anyways, he thought that maybe the restaurant reservation or not reservations, restrictions for indoor dining, he thought would be lifted soon so that, you know, they'll do still. Like they're doing here. They reduced capacity. They're about 25% capacity here, but they're more like 75% capacity. Yeah. I don't think they're really following (laughs) the rules here. They aren't. Um, I mean, we don't go out to eat here. We won't go out. I just want to go to Musso and for just one. Just give me one. Just Musso or Frank? If you had to pick between the two, is it Musso or Frank? I say Musso. Yeah, Musso is a cool name. It's a really cool name. But anyway, that's the place. Musso. Hey. And also, I have to. We have to update the audience. We have liked a bunch of homes. Oh. And we have yet to be able to purchase one because things are so insane. Yeah. We get outbid immediately. So I told Sean that we need to find some alternative veins of capital. Like we need cash flow, man. It's crazy, you guys. We, we like, they're listed. Let's say a home is listed at $400,000. It will go for like five twenty-five. dollars So it's hard to even know. The thing that I struggle with now is like, so within our budget, I don't even know what to look at. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Because I thought this was the last home we put an offer in. We were way above asking. And I was like, yeah, I think we're going to get it. Yeah. And then the people went up like $75,000 more than we'd gone up. And I was like, and I've... Yeah. Also, they this was mind-blowing to me that they waived their rights to inspections. Yeah, so basically, they're buying the house. Yeah. Yeah. Sight unseen and all cash. I'm like, my God. We're, we can't and, compete with that. But you know what our realtor said? That it, there's a lot of money coming from mainland China. So there's capital flight from there or they're you know, just yeah. snapping up homes in the United States. And I think that's kind of weird. Like, Americans first, although I'm Canadian. but <laughs> Well, no, it's not even Americans first. I just feel like I wish... Speak there, of the devil. That's Barry texting just texted right you. Yeah. But I feel like I just wish it would... Maybe we should have written a letter because I don't even know if those people are going to live in it or they're just going to rent it out. Do you know what I mean? And that's the frustrations. I'm like, we just want a home. Like, I want to be able to buy our first home. I think the seller just wants the cash. I know. <laughs> like, I don't care about your letter, your sob I know, story. That's, that's pretty much what our we realtor said. We have a dog, said. and we're very, we're a very loving couple, and um, my wife is a mental health professional. And But I also don't even want them knowing anything about me. Right, exactly. I'm like, that's not your business. Um, They're like, yeah, 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 show me the money. I know. Tom Cruise is on the other line, show me the money! Well, our realtor had told us that, like, that they've never seen that sway someone but some people feel good. Like if you're even Stevens with someone, then it might push you over the edge. Right. But we didn't write a letter. Nah. I don't know what to say in that letter either. Anyways. Cash um, is king. Right? Fuck, man. We need more cash. <laughs> anyways, so anyways. It's all good. We haven't found a home yet, but I'm still excited. There's still t- there's homes going up all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too worried about it. It's it, also that town, Pflugerville. Pflugerville. Yeah, the P is silent in Pflugerville. <laughs> I just can't see myself saying that I live in Pflugerville. Uh, also, there was a road. Do you that, live in Pflugerville? Nutty sorry, Brown Road. Yes. Oh, my God. Come so, on. Who names these as things? As you go to the south of Austin, towards like Driftwood, Dripping Springs, Buda, right. and all that, there's this big major, it's a major road. Right. Like, it's one thing if you're like, oh, it's this cul-de-sac, and we're like on Nutty Brown Road. You guys, <laughs> that's a great scent. Okay. So, I already have an idea for what to send us an email is... Anyway, I'll finish that story first, I guess. There's this huge road called Nutty Brown Road that goes through like an area that Sean and I were like, maybe we could live there. And I was like, I can't live off fucking Nutty Brown Road. Why no, just call right it? next to his doo-doo brown road. <laughs> it's called, and then at the end is toilet. Yeah. Uh, toilet drive. Um, <laughs> it's just so, so uh, have you lived on a ridiculous named street or city? Please share. Yeah. Or if you know of one in your town, something that they named, mm-hmm. you're like, they shouldn't have named it that. Oh, in LA. Yes. I used to. Uh, so I used to dog sit slash nanny because I started by house sitting dog sitting then they had babies and I started watching their kids when I was you met uh, Debbie and her husband years ago it was when we first started dating anyway they had a beautiful German shepherd dog you always loved it anyway I dog sit and nanny it's another boyfriend and they it was not I I took you there I remember when we first started dating anyways they lived on Stoner Lane okay and Stoner lane's road sign gets stolen at least like 10 times a year (laughs) and it's funny because i was like i um when i went over there at their house for the first time and i was like wow i got their address i'm like stoner lane like jim brewer is right there (laughs) i I don't know yeah i mean i would live on stoner lane who cares which is funny and i mentioned it to them i was like yeah stoner lane huh and she's like yeah the road sign gets stolen all the time it's so stupid and i was like kids darn high school kids oh kids and maybe 20 somethings on a dare anyway yeah so what, what's a funny, so we will not live on Nutty Brown Road. I would live on Stoner Lane, however. 
There was I mean, one we saw on Bunny Hop Trail, and I was like, it's a little too cutesy for me. A little but, too cutesy. But I'd do it. But, but I'd do it. I'd just be embarrassed sending letters from there. I know, and, and stamping that out. Yeah. Sean St. Louis, 222. Nutty Brown Road. <laughs> I was going to say Bunny Hop. <laughs> I know. I just took it to the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Now, before we get into the letters, Iris, I owe you an apology. So I guess you sent us an email back on January 23rd, and... I don't in know. tribute to the story of the of. stolen penguins. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we missed it. Iris was so, um, well, because we get mountains of letters at this point now. <laughs> but uh, Iris sent a nice tribute uh, yes. drawing uh, that corresponds with the uh, the stolen penguin yes. story. Has it in the backpack. We show yeah. it in the tub. It's awfully cute. Yeah, I like great. that one tilted to the side. It's my favorite. Head tilt. It's my favorite. Throw up on the screen. Yeah, so. super cute. Thank you, Iris. And she says, hello, Katie and Sean. I was finally catching up on some OTDM episodes, and I was surprised to hear my name in the newest one. I obviously started drawing some penguins immediately and thought I would share them in case you're still looking for someone. Here are just a bunch of fun examples I made while listening to the pod. Hope you're doing well. Love, Iris. Doing great. Thank thanks you, Iris. Thanks for writing in, and thanks for the images. She's the best. And she's the one that did that Detective Katie Draw, no drawing. Well, she did one. I think at one or was point. Was that Shay? Yeah, Shay did okay. the the one with the. Uh, I need to share that. I keep wanting to share it, and I keep forgetting because that's my life these days. We made. Um, not that you guys care about this, and we'll move on quickly. Do not fret. <clears throat> we made a list for my our team of people because we do we're lucky enough to have like a manager and you know we have jules working as an assistant part time for us. We have some people helping us, and they wanted to know like all of the work that we're doing outward facing, like public facing things we have to create. And that list was not short. The content creation list is pretty intense. Once you see it on paper, I was really surprised because there's all these different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's stuff that's not on platforms like your, your book stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it, it's just, it's pretty intense. And so then you can understand when, when like we're talking to or my manager Linnea who I love dearly and she'd be like well you should be doing more Instagram stories why I I instantly am like like I just can't even I don't even know I'm like "Um, I'm gonna power down now for a minute (laughs) because it's a lot you know and TikTok and and I feel like there's every day there's something new we're supposed to be doing Snapchat we will be trying out I would love your feedback in the future it won't be long probably a week or two after you or listen to this podcast I would love your honest feedback critiques criticisms are totally welcome and i'm open to them we're going to be doing some shorter videos on youtube because they're encouraging us to do what they're calling shorts and there's like a minute or under right 60 seconds or less yeah up to 60 seconds and so i'd love to know your thoughts on those types of videos if they're too short and you don't appreciate them or if you kind of like them because you might not have time to watch a full video yeah uh, anyways, I, when that happens, it'll come up on the main channel, and I would love your feedback, just because we don't know if it's something that we want to keep doing, or if it's worthwhile, because it's extra work for us. Um, so, yes, that's me asking. Please do tell. Yeah, the amount of content creation that you were doing, I was really unaware of it until I started. I mean, I knew, but until mm-hmm. I started mapping it out on uh, an actual Google Doc and looking at it, I was like, man, that's just, it's so much out mm-hmm. um, in terms of creative brain space it's uh, i got no creative juices left sean it's like you, you've run the the, the squeeze, treads off squeeze the squeeze me like a, a, a dirty rag yeah okay <laughs> well anyways we're going to try and figure that out and mm-hmm. we're going to uh restructure um i'm gonna have to wear a blonde wig you said mm-hmm. and uh yep. tap dance a little bit more yep. so we yep. shall see how that turns out 
and we'll keep you posted. Okay, let's okay. get into those letters. Uh, oh, you open it. With I must your face, unlock it. With your face. Show it your Show us your face. Oh, also, I got this. Um, this is not sponsored, obviously. But there's a new cider company out of Oregon um, from Astoria. If you don't know, Astoria is where they filmed The Goonies. <gasps> hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. And uh, we used to drive through it every year on our way to Seaside, Oregon, which is oh. also beautiful. You guys should visit. And I know that Aaron's going to love this because it's called Blue Monday. This cider is an English-style blueberry lemon cider. Yeah. Do you want to taste? Uh, yeah, sure. So I got three of theirs. Uh, it's called Revel Cider Works, R-E-V-E-I-L-L-E, Revel Cider Works. Anyway, I thought they were delicious. And I got the, I'm not a sweet hard cider drinker. That's exceptional. It's very good. So this is the blueberry lemon. And I got the, I want to say it's like English style dry. And then I have the regular, the original. And I That's the only way cider one. should be. Um why venture? Yeah, you don't need to add sugar to it. No, good God, no. Cider Let should the be dry. Fruit speak for itself. It should be tart. Like yeah, it's very delicious. Yeah, mm. that is really good, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do like blueberry, but it's not as if they added blueberry syrup. I'd yeah, I think it's just real blueberries. <laughs> it really gets you so dry that my throat closed up. <clears throat> okay, let's get into the letters. Yes, this one comes in from Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Subject line says, "Can I be Sue's friend?" Guitars Ooh. and Texas electricity. Right. I'm wondering too. Sue, can we be friends? Mm -hmm. I think we already are friends. I think we're all friends. Mm -hmm. Would sure. you agree? Sue, do you accept her? Uh, do, you do you accept, you accept our Jennifer's? friend request? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. It's your resident pinball cooking guitar and Ooh. Texas expert. I want to be resident something. Mm -hmm. So two topics for this email. Go ahead and read the guitar topic for the podcast, but don't worry about what I wrote concerning the Texas electricity unless you really need something to talk about. We always need something to talk about. Totally. <laughs> I doubt the audience cares about what I wrote. Of course we they always care. care, Jennifer. You know, I think that's really cool because in some of the comments that we're seeing, mm -hmm. uh, as well as in the letters, people are communicating. They don't even need us anymore. Yeah. What, what do we, we just, we could just sit here and smile at you. Yeah. And then you guys can just talk. <laughs> um, yeah, less Sean, more uh, Did your phone just ding? Uh, yes, it did. How dare you? Embarrassing, I know. How dare what you? What a putz. Is this your first said. time? Yeah. Okay, it I'm back. It feels like the first time. Well, okay. It feels like the very first <clears throat> time. Okay. I doubt the audience cares about what I wrote. I did want to send it as education for you. Uh, for you, though, so we can learn a little bit about Texas and why some people got $8,000 electricity bills over five days. I'm very interested in this. This is in reference to the megastorm that hit the United States, traveled from the West Coast across the country. I'm doing the weatherman. <laughs> pointing. Good if you're just pointing, listening, Katie. I was pointing from one side to the other side. Nice. Uh, yeah, that storm was terrible, but Texas was particularly rocked. And from what we rocked heard... their and socks off and broke their pipes and... Shut them down. Yep. Uh, but people were receiving crazy electric bills. So let's find out. And Oklahoma also. I have a, a Kenyan in Oklahoma telling Oklahoma's me. okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So here okay. we go. Mm -hmm. So I want to be Sue's friend. She has an awesome list of guitars. She's also amazing at drawing. I definitely can't draw anything close to that. Me LOL. neither. Don't worry, Jennifer. Do you say LOL or LOL? I say LOL. Okay. Some people say LOL. And I'm like, yeah. uh, and then it clicks. I'm like, oh, now I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just vernacular. It's just whatever you want to say. Yeah. 
I was feeling left out since everyone keeps writing to you about their guitars. So now I have to share my guitar stash. We were just talking on the group Hangout on Patreon how we have so many guitar people in our like community that it's fucking amazing. It's pretty cool. Um, I feel like I have to try, try again. I'm not very good. Oh my God, Katie. Okay. I am... I am more of an acoustic person myself. Mm. I currently own three custom Taylor guitars and a Gibson Les Paul Joe Perry signature edition, one of 200 made, and that is actually signed by Joe Perry, one of the Toxic Twins. All these guitars have amazing stories. That's so fucking cool. That's rad. What? For two of my custom Taylors, I went to the factory in El Cajon, California, because an acoustic guitar forum I was part of got invited by Taylor Guitars for a personalized weekend. Uh, event called Taylor Stock, a play on the Woodstock name. Oh, cute, cute, cute. This is pretty awesome. Pretty uh, fucking awesome. Well, Bob Taylor decided to let us each buy up to two guitars at the event where we could pick out our own wood. What? With personal help like from Bob custom- motherfucking Taylor. What? <laughs> I added the motherfucking in there because mm-hmm, I think this for, is a pretty epic story. Are you kidding me? Whatever design we wanted on the fretboard and they offered that they offered at the time and whatever, whatever, I'm so excited. I'm tripping all over my words. Whatever (laughs) other custom options we wanted to add, it was a dream trip and experience. Anyways, instead of attaching a ton of pictures of all the guitars, I'm showing you the most beautiful one I own. It's on the screen right now. I want to see that I had made at Taylor stock. This is the 12 string they had made with highly figured, uh, not triple maple back, but quadruple a maple back sides and an engelman spruce top Jeez. beautiful i have tons of pictures from the event including of bob taylor helping me pick the wood and posing with me holding what i chose awesome. oh my god this amazing. is nuts picture one this is the maple i had picked out picture two me and my best buddy bob taylor picking out a top for my maple guitar that's so wild how cool and this is like fantasy camp okay mm-hmm. picture three it's a thing of beauty and sounds like angels singing in heavenly choir the figuring also looks 3D in person. Wow. Now, the second guitar story will make you drool with jealousy. What? That didn't even... And should we move that away from your hand so you don't bump it? No, nah, okay. I'm good. Okay. okay. The second guitar story will make you drool with jealousy, not towards me, but towards the person who owned everything in the attached video. Oh, we have oh, a video. Okay. Video. Should I play the video first or should I keep reading? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to read. Okay, I was like, you're looking at the words, so I don't know what it says next. So, on that same guitar forum, someone posted about a bankruptcy auction being held a few days later over the weekend in North Carolina, I think near Charlotte. I lived in D.C. back then, and when I saw how many guitars there were, I knew I had to drive down there even just to see some of the rare items they had. This is like my fantasy. I'm on like used forums. All the time, you guys. Salvation Army, I'm looking for... like. All around the country, I'm looking at... Now PJ's obsession with purchasing guitars makes sense to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's... You, you've got the guitar lust. <laughs> you got the wandering eye for another guitar. <laughs> I'll okay. kill her. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Stacy, and it is a Les Paul. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I knew I had to drive down there, even just see some of the rare items they had. I was in grad school at the time, so spur of the moment, decided to jump in my car, and drive down to Charlotte I for the day. I love those kinds of decisions when you just all of a sudden you're like, I'm just going to do this thing. Like, it's always a little scary at first. We're like, I'm sure, I don't know if it's true, Jennifer, but like when you do something like that, about an hour into it, you're like, what am I doing? Right. But you're like already doing it. You're like, I'm just going to do it. It's going to be cool. Adventuring. Yeah, it's called adventuring. And I miss doing more of that. 
Okay, continue. I'm, I'm excited. I'm waiting on pins and needles. She jumped in the car, drove to Charlotte for the day, attended the auction, and then drive right back home to D.C. So that was the so plan. It was a round, but yep. Mm-hmm. Round trip in it. It was one person, yes, only one, who owned all these guitars. Begin drooling here. The person went bankrupt, probably from buying all the expensive guitars. Probably should have saved their money. And the courts forced the auction. Man, that's got to suck when your private collection that you've collected and the banks take it and force a sale. Oh, the pain. You take those guitars and you hide them away. Right. (laughs) I'm on the run with my 900 (gasps) guitars. Okay. It was at least 100 guitars, and all of them were in brand new condition. The dude just liked collecting expensive guitars. The most expensive guitar there was was a Gibson Custom Jimmy Page Les Paul. There was a very low serial number and had the headstock actually signed by Jimmy Page and a certificate of authenticity from Gibson. It's a $20,000 guitar. It's probably more now. That market is on fire. There were numerous guitars there over $10,000. Since I'm not rich and was a student, I had a budget. And if anything caught my, and if anything caught my eye within that budget, I was ready to get it. Mm-hmm. Good. So the auction happens, and I end up getting my Les Paul and a Fender Fifty Nine reissue amp for less than half of what they were worth, and both in brand new condition. Oh, this is this is what I dream of, Katie. You got to be part of her group there because that that acoustic group is how she knew. Since the bankrupt dude only bought rare versions of guitars, my Joe Perry Les Paul is not the production version that they had made, but rather the limited edition which is why it's only one of 200. Wow. Even today, I could sell it for twice what I paid. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. We don't want to sell it because it's your baby. It's your guitar baby. Right. It's like you with your motorcycle. Yeah, I'm not It's got a mos- motorcycle baby. I'm not getting rid of that ever. I will never experience something like that auction ever again. I also have been so jealous of someone that they could afford that stash of guitars, at least until they went bankrupt. <laughs> right. I know they clearly went bankrupt for a reason. Yeah. Can we watch the videos now? or? Um. I oh just my need god! To see it. I just need to see it. Well, now you're like not even letting me watch it. <laughs> oh my god! They're all great guitars, except wow. for the guitar. The guitar is not a cool guitar. Where's the owner crying in the corner? Somewhere? I know, right? <laughs> oh my god! So many. That's amazing. So many. All in Jesus. new shape too. That's crazy. Jesus. Christ. Okay. Now. Onto the uh, Texas electricity situation. Oh, yes, yes. But that was amazing. Thank you for sending the videos and photos. I find that very helpful for me that I'm visualizing. Because I don't know the guitar speak like you know guitar speak. I don't know. But that back of that guitar is beautiful. beautiful. Right. Yeah. Continue. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sending it in. Yes. Okay. Now some education on Texas electricity. Yes. Educate us. So electricity is different in Texas than anywhere else in the United States beyond having an independent grid. Mm. It's a deregulated market, so most people in Texas have a choice in electric providers. Makes which sense. I think I you like should. That. That's uh, preferred. I don't yeah. like California. You're like forced into it, like strong armed by like a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's they, like you have to be a spectrum for internet. You have to be. Um, what's the other one that we have to do? The uh, Southern Edison. Yeah, Southern Gas California and Edison. And, yep, and they're they're gangsters, mm-hmm. and they stuff it in their pension funds, and they make a shitload of cash off of us. But we're not biased, and our opinions don't matter. (laughs) Depending on where you move to uh, in Austin, you may or may not have to pick who gives your electricity. For example, I live in a neighborhood serviced by a co-op electric company, so I don't have a choice in providers. Mm -hmm. If you do have a choice in providers, you have to find one yourself and sign a contract with them that ranges anywhere from months to years. Oh, I don't like that. 
Well, you know, you pick your provider. Like I when know, we, but years? Well, do you, they're going to want to lock you in, and it's honestly easier just to be with them. Are they going to lock me in at a good rate? You know, can I renegotiate? These are questions I, I have. <laughs> read the contract, man, uh, the contract. Right. Okay. When your contract is over, you can then switch providers if you find a better deal or sign another contract with the same company. Okay. okay. So I, I'm following. Yep. Where people get, oh, where people got eight to $18,000 bills, it was because they had a choice and chose a provider that sold them electricity at wholesale prices, a uh. company called Gritty. Imagine the stock market, how it fluctuates constantly. That's what Texas electric prices do. Pretty much all other providers offer a static rate for the length of the contract you signed, and that rate averages out within those fluctuations. Mm -hmm. People who didn't switch to a static rate before the storm got stuck oh. with the insane prices. Fuck, man. That's like if you forgot, like not forgot. That makes it sound like it's like a oops. But like if you didn't lock in, like I'd done that for a while on my student loans because mm -hmm. they were so hefty. And to lock in an interest rate would push me up like 3%. Right. So I was like, no, I'll just like take the fluctuations for a while. Until I can an adjustable uh -huh. rate. Okay. And so it's almost like an adjustable rate where it can like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, wow, that's, that's, this is so, helpful to know. Thank mm -hmm. you for telling us. I am interested because okay. we're planning to move to Texas. Something we need to understand. So the people who didn't uh, <clears throat> switch to a static rate before the storm got stuck with this insane prices. Mm -hmm. The electricity jumped to during the storm. The people who didn't get off gritty were paying $9 a kilowatt per hour or whatever that is, KWH. I think that's kilowatt, yeah. Baby, if you've ever wondered. No, that's WKRP. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's burning Kill my brain. Kill the what? No. Right. No. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. To give you perspective, I was paying nine cents uh, kilowatt oh, nine. hour. Oh, and Jesus. So it jumped to $9. $9. Oh, my God. Fuck, That's man. awful. You know, the government needs to wipe that clean. Like, well, they just need to make it people. a more like reasonable. Like, it goes back down to your regular. What was your last month? Yeah, That's you, what it should you can't be. gouge no. during. There's a. There's actually, it's. there's laws against it. Oh, there's a hurricane? Raise the gas prices. You know, you don't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. A very small percentage of people in Texas got insane electric bills like that. The bad news is that if something isn't done at the highest levels, all the high costs every electric provider was forced to pay, remember, got to $9, mm -hmm. will be passed down to all of us consumers because we're all paying a static rate. Yeah. Fuck. There's a chance you guys will be paying much higher prices for electricity than we are currently paying because every electricity provider will need to pass their $9 kilowatt per ate, hour. They ate it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. So That's, the people who sign new like, contracts are. But then even when you say like, oh, the state should cover it or the federal government should cover it, but then it, we just pay it in taxes. Either way, it's coming out of my my monies or there's your been monies, monies or, that are or supposedly Jennifer's set aside. Monies. There's what? Monies that apparently were set aside for oh. disaster funds, right? Mm -hmm. Which I'm sure they robbed those coffers a long time ago. Oh yeah, they're like, I would like to redecorate my office, and you're like, yeah. how about you go fuck yourself? Did you know that um, mm -hmm. Fort Knox? You know where they have all the gold? Yes. Air quotes. The gold supposedly isn't there. It hasn't been seen since the 70s. They used to take it out and like what, show, show it, it off, off? a is little it like bit the, to the prove the to the Royal American. jewels or something where they bring them out and show them off? I think that it was like to prove to the United States or to the citizens, hey, we do have the gold. Mm, but apparently. We don't have gold backed anything. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. We've been printing money all year as every other country has. Because I'm printing some later on today. <laughs> I, we'll send it out to you and that's how we're going to buy our home. Who wants a Sean buck? What's the going rate for a Schrute buck? <laughs> the, what, what was it? He's like, 
um, oh, what's, he goes, I'll give you 10 Stanley Nichols if you never talk to me again, or a thousand Stanley or something like that. And he's like, what's the conversion rate between Stanley Nichols and Shroot Bucks? He's like, the same between leprechauns and rainbows or something. I'm pretty sure that Jerome Powell at the, uh, the chairman of the Fed, I'm mm-hmm. sure he's doing that. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I just moved the, the decimal around a little bit. I pull the handle on the, and I hope that, is that me again? Yes. Okay. Well, it's, uh, Okay. We'll just have to see what happens. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I'm scared to death what my home insurance will be when it's time to renew because yeah. of all the damage done to so many households. Right? Because then you know it's going to go up. And that was actually one of the reasons. I know we talked about this in the past, and this might be super boring for you guys, so don't worry. We'll move on. But we had looked into moving to like Arrowhead for a little bit of time because we love the mountains. We love the water. And we were like, that's perfect. It's we close. like Arrowheads. We also we like do. lakes. Also, we have friends that live in Big Bear, and it's close to LA. We could pop in for work and stuff. And the homes were much, much, much more reasonable than in Los Angeles. Highly desirable. They're beautiful. 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 But and it comes with a caveat. Because the essentially people haven't been trimming their trees, cutting trees down, and deforesting in the way that they're supposed to to ensure that it's not a fire hazard for like what fifty years. Forever. Also, there's a, a bark beetle. That ha- that yes, burrows and, and is killing the trees. Yeah. So there's a bunch of fuel in this town called Lake Arrowhead, and so and Big Bear too. But yeah. that whole area. Sorry, I've got a tickle here somewhere. But, um. Yeah. So anyway, very high risk of a fire taking that out. Also, California's on fire every year, and so when people were trying to purchase homes, their fire insurance rates were like ridiculous. Yeah, they jumped from like two thousand dollars for the year for the home insurance mm-hmm. to like. $14,000. Ta-da! Yeah. So, so you're like, wow, I have to flip, like, I have to somehow pay $1,000 a month or more mm-hmm. to pay. So we were like, I don't, and I also don't want our home to burn. So we were like, nope. Scratch that and one we were off like, Palm Springs, oh, the ozone levels of the air, the air is poison. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so got to be careful with this Texas. Yeah. So it's probably going to skyrocket for everyone in Texas and our home insurance is already some of the highest in the country, at least in Dallas. Yeah. Don't freak out too much because it's still cheaper living here than California. 100%. Or in my case, DC. Mm -hmm. My biggest advice is talk to people that you know in Texas who understand all of this. That's why we have you writing in. Thanks, Jennifer. You're our Texas liaison. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, really like saying liaison. 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 Especially the, the, the deregulated electricity market and mm-hmm. get an education from them. Makes yeah. sense. I'll have to ask Fabs and Mindy and Sean. When I moved here, it was overwhelming and I spent hours researching and learning just to try and understand it all. I get it now and have many contracts or contacts slash friends who know all the tips and tricks. Mm. Don't let all this dissuade or scare you. Just find people who understand it all understand it all to help guide you through all of this as you make the move to Austin. So thank you, Jennifer. That's really helpful. I had no idea that Texas had all those different, I mean, anywhere you move, any country, state, city, there's always different things to know. And it's hard to know it all until you live there, you know? Yeah. The more, you know, the more, you know, okay. Moin. Moin. Next letter. Sure. This is from redacted. Ah, Senor Redacto. Senor Redacto. says, Dear Sean and Katie, it's me, your new staff writer. Ooh, Megan. A a Hoosier. Hoosier? Hoosier. A Hoosier is a person from Indiana. A Hoosier is someone from Canada. Like a Texan or an Iowan. A Hoosier. Hoosier? Hoosier. (laughs) 
Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Okay, there are many stories of how Hoosiers got their names. No one really knows, but everyone has their theories. One is that Indiana residents would get so many visitors knocking at the door, hence the term Hoosier hospitality. Wow, I don't know how to say that word. I'm going to have to keep saying it because I see it in here and it's just getting worse. Okay, I apologize. Ahead of time, all Indianans or Hoosiers. Um, Okay, so there's so many visitors knocking at the door that they would say, who's there? Oh. Which would turn into Hooser. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? (laughs) I'm just practicing, you guys, trying to get it down. (laughs) Another is that people would be walking down the street. People would yell, who's your mama and who's your daddy? Why? We don't know. Question marks. Tons of question marks. About the rabbits. Okay. My cousin took them in front of the judges, showed them off, won $800. What? We should all get into this. And the rabbits are now in their freezer. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That took a turn. That took a good turn. This is in reference to a previous letter. Yes, this was from last week. Yeah. Um, And how I found this podcast. Well, I'm not sure. I don't even know why I like the podcast. Please don't fire me on my first day. You're, You're not fired. I guess it's like, a conversation, but I don't have to say anything. I don't know if you're still looking for the uh, for famous people encounters, but one time, of course, I saw a news reporter, and another time I saw the owner of Chick Fil A. That's pretty big. I've actually never eaten a Chick Fil A. Have you? I don't know if I have. Some people go fucking nuts for it. We What's have a the, lot of- the flame broiler one? Burger King? No, it's like a chicken place that they. Uh, the, I don't know. Chicken on a flame broiler. Is that Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Chicken barbecue. Chicken on a flame. No, Kukuru. That's it. Oh, Kukuru. Oh, I'm going to be fine. I have 23 Kukuru's. How many Kukuru's do you, you own? own? Name that movie. Um, yeah. I've never eaten at Chick-fil-A. We didn't even have them in Washington, California when I lived until I was in Orange County with you for a year, and they put one in next to that Ralph's or something in Laguna Niguel mm. that I still never ate there. I'm just not a fast food person. It's I'm more of like a, a bagel person. I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, um, that Starbucks. chicken, fast, casual, that's the name, not mm-hmm. fast food, right? Fast, casual restaurants are the fastest growing in uh, North mm. America for people getting franchises. It used to be pizza mm-hmm. joints, I think, but- People view chicken as the, uh, you know, it's a healthier option. Oh, see, okay, okay. But now, it depends. Does the chicken smoke? Does the, you know. Now, okay, I'm going to say something, and you guys know I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, but because I grew up off I-5 and now we live down, you know, off of main highways, and what I'm ta- why I'm talking about highways is because there's a lot of transportation of goods. Poultry? And poultry. And when I was about... 17 or 18 i was driving on i5 and there was a truck with chickens in it and there's the cages are so tight and small i you guys i don't even want to talk about it i was like i didn't eat i that's remember i was a vegan for a while and a vegetarian that was what kind of spurred the thoughts and i didn't eat chicken for like a year after that yeah it was so traumatizing so i don't like to eat fast food chicken because i don't like the fact that that's what could be happening to them and that makes me sad and so not to Portlandia this, but I want to make sure you had a little chicken friend or his little chicken wing and they could like roam, like the ones up the street that were yeah. <laughs> next free, to my- Free range chickens. <laughs> totally free range. The ones up the street 
So my mom's neighbor sells eggs and you can buy eggs if you want. And they're all different colors, which is wonderful. And they have a ton of room to roam, but they keep them in like kind of a pin. Cause if you don't know, chickens get eaten by things and they're not the smartest and they, they also walk into the road, you know, also exceptional for keeping bugs away. So yes. if you have ticks, like North America, I think the same thing's happening in Europe, but Lyme I'd disease so, yeah. Um, well, yeah, cause is a Mal, big problem. Cause Mau Mau. Right. Yeah. So Lyme disease is a huge issue. So if you want to keep ticks at bay, Mm-hmm. Chickens, I don't know how many ticks they can eat in a day, but probably a lot. You know, they go after all the bugs in the yard. So. Yeah, they they eat all the bugs in the yard, and they're like, it's my ticks bring all the. No. <laughs> it's delicious. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where we're going with that. We'll workshop it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the other day we were driving into town, and they'd gotten out of their pen, and they were like all over, and they're so pretty. Chickens, Chickens are very pretty. Not the smartest animals. Though. No, but very pretty. Remember the white one with the brown flecks and the black one with the red. No, I didn't. I didn't see the, <laughs> the chickens rooster? with you. you. You must have been with someone else. No, we were driving, and you were. You said they were out of the pen. No, I didn't. I didn't see any chickens out of the pen. I don't know what's going on with you. That's two stories now that I don't remember. No, a German this shepherd. This was just I, the other day when we were going in to upload the podcast. I didn't see any chickens. Maybe you went with your mom. Are you gaslighting me? No, I didn't see any chickens out of a pen. Oh, I guess it was my mom. Now that you say that. <laughs> Wait, did the other person have hair? She did. Ah! No, the only reason I know it was my mom is because she. We stopped to make sure they didn't walk out into the road, yeah. and then she's like, "Some someone she knew. She'll call and let oh, okay. them know they're out." And she said, "People are always nice here, letting people." You got a sign on the road. Chicken but it's crossing. usually us. Like I went with her once. It's usually us. So I was like, "No, it had to be you." But anyway, the chickens got out, and they were beautiful. I think I would have remembered a beautiful chick. We're a lot of beautiful chickens. So anyways, okay. We. I'm sorry, Megan, back to the story. And so saw the owner of Chick-fil-A. And sometimes the manager of Southport Chick-fil-A talks to us about family. Um, my mother saw John Cougar Mellencamp at the mall. Hello. What? I like the fact that you use it, John Cougar Mellencamp because now he's just John Mellencamp, right? He's older and he's oh, no longer right. Johnny Cougar, you know? Oh, but, uh, funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, he's from Indiana. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, Woody Boyd um, from Cheers. He was he was from oh, Indiana. Oh, Woody. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, he was from Woody. Uh-huh. Larry Bird. He's from French Lick, Indiana, I think. Mm-hmm. Axel Rose, also from Indiana. Shannon Hoon from Indiana. What I mean, a cool name, Axel, again. Yeah. What a cool name. Okay. says, hopefully I can meet more famous people, but haven't lived very long. That's fair. I haven't met, I mean, I've met, I think it's because I live in Los Angeles and went to school in Malibu that I saw as many famous people as I have. Yeah. Because growing up in Washington State, I don't think I saw any famous people. Unless I like bought a ticket to a concert, which is not the same. You know? Yep. It wasn't like we were out. Okay. Now, Megan is speaking to Valentina. She says, Valentina, your story about how you got scammed is particularly scary to me. Because everyone, everyone has my phone number. If you Google a certain a certain rose, you'll find my number. A rose con pollo. A rose con pollo. She must have given her number to anything with a keypad. Every day I'll get about eight callers wanting to know if I can hear them okay. Three potential spams and a few texts saying, click this link. I've had a phone for almost a year to this day and it has yet to cease. It's only a matter of time before they track me down and kill me in my sleep. It is kind of scary. The people can like get to you that way and like try to scam you. And I felt so bad about Valentina. If you guys didn't know, it was a couple of podcasts back. I want to say two podcasts yeah. back where she was sharing essentially how 
she's had a really shit time. She's was talking about what grinds my gears. And her window or skylight broke and everything fell inside. And then she was scammed out of money. And we do have to be careful. I think I shared how I don't know if I did share it that at that podcast, but my grandpa, when he was alive, someone called and tried to pretend they were me. Yeah, you told the audience about that. Yeah. I mean, identity so theft and scams, it's we're living this crazy age right now. And I don't know, hopefully, uh, you know, your credit card company or your bank will back you. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes here they don't. So that's uh, that's a little unfortunate. So you have to be really careful about all your information. Well, and you put things out there, like even as older people. Right. Like, um, like my grandma's considering getting like, some kind of helpline in her home, you know, like in the, in the States we call it life alert. Yep. But if you sign someone up for that, they're asking for all this information. Then you know that they're old, you know, that they're feeble. You're going to know, I don't know. I, I'm like, Ooh, it makes me very nervous yeah. because someone could then try to take advantage of that. But I have to believe in the good in people. Can't get wrapped up in that, but also be smart. Okay. Be careful out there. Thank you, Megan. And yes, you can be our Indiana correspondent. Our, Who's your liaison? Who's your liaison? Like who's there? Who's there? Who's your? There you go. I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong. Moving on to Emily's email. Hello, Emily. It says, Dear Sean and Katie, I have a couple of sibling stories. I'm loving your stories. So thank you for sending them, sending them in. It says, Growing up, we had a Shih Tzu named Chewy. My mom's dog, Charlotte, is a Shih Tzu Bichon mixed, otherwise known as a teddy bear. Ah. Just FYI. When I named her, everyone thought it was because she looked like an Ewok. Uh, they do look like Ewoks. Yeah, Christina and Tom's, what is it called? A Brussels? Yeah. That looks like an Ewok. A Griffon. A Griffon. A Griffon. A Griffon. Oh, ha, ha. Um, their Griffins look like Ewoks. Like, legit. Look them up if you Can don't get a little me. bullet uh, yeah, get a belt, little. <laughs> you know, just like Chewbacca had. Reminds me of that, that woman with the Choc- Chewbacca mask. Okay, anyway. Um, which we talked about already. Everyone thought it was because she looked like an Ewok, but it was actually because she was at the age where she was chewing everything, corners, furniture, kitchen phone, or kitchen phone cord, anything she could find made of paper, bathroom trash, etc. Truth be told, I've never even watched a whole Star Wars movie. I was more of a Spaceballs kid. Uh, 100. Nice. 100%. The power was, of the Schwartz is in the marketing. I was never that much. I wasn't that into Star Wars either. I still am not. But Spaceballs. Barf. It's so his name is Barf. I yeah. know he John looks like Candy's a dog so looking. I don't know what he even is. He's, he's a dog, like he's yeah. like Chewbacca. Yeah, but he's like a Chewbacca, but he's a big chubby dog. Dog with character. like a, a flopped over ear yeah. and one spotted eye. It's really cute. Candy was such a genius. Ugh, oh. I love Spaceballs. We'll have to watch that again. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I love even the story when it opens and the it starts. You're like reading it. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have to watch that. And if you haven't watched Spaceballs, find it and watch it. I highly recommend. One day in the backyard, my siblings and I found the coolest rocks we had ever seen. I'm already so excited about the story. Uh, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> my beautiful opener. wife is really into, uh, or was, I assume you still are, into agates. I I mean, yes, I have an appreciation. I know what, what is good and what is not. You know a good agate when you see one. I do. I used to love, this is, sounds so silly now as an adult thinking about it, but it was like my collection as a child. I sold it for like... Twenty dollars at um. You made a profit at a garage sale. Well, it was a lot of hours, a lot of work. You got to tumble those motherfuckers forever. Anyway, my brother and I would go out because we grew up on like acreage. We were right next door to my grandparents, <laughs> and so we would like wander out, and I would just pick up rocks. You kind of get a, a, a good eye for what a good agate rock is. 
you can just tell from the outside and like the heft Smell of it. Smell it. And then you have it. to find another big rock to smash it because you want to break it open to find out what's inside. And so I would either smash it myself or might have my dad help because he would like take the, the hammer, hammer and a chisel and like break oh, it open, man. help help a girl out. And so I just would collect them forever. And every birthday I would like, there was some you could buy at the store. It wasn't as fun to buy them as it was to find them your own, yourself. But um, I collected agates for a lot of years. And then it's just funny one, one year, because we used to do garage sales every year. And I'd just be like, well, I'm over it. And I moved on. That's how I am with stuff. It's very strange. Yeah, I, I noticed that trend. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope I'm not, you know, an agate down the road. <laughs> you're like, yeah, moving on. But and next. You no. were like that with breakfast cereal. When I first yeah. met you, you you ate so much breakfast cereal. I like love breakfast all, cereal. all throughout the day, though, you were just constantly eating cereal. And it didn't matter cereal. what kind it was. It was just like, and then one day. I like the freeze dried strawberries personally. You didn't even finish the box. You just threw it in the trash, like, that's I'm not, over it. That's and then not you were true. on to eggs. Mm-hmm. And now it's been, what, six years of eggs <laughs> all day long? Egg, 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 egg. I yeah. only eggs in the morning, really. Every once in a while, I'll put it in like uh, rice or something like a fried rice. Yeah, or like hard boiled eggs or egg salad sandwiches. Well, I do love egg salad sandwich. Yeah, that's true. You are egg connoisseur. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do that with things. I don't know. I also just, I think because when I really am interested in something, I'm like into it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm just not. And then I move on. I don't hold on to things like a lot of people do, like you do. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hoarder like that in, in that way. Not that's a hoarder trait. It's just like, it's just a thing. And I was just like, oh, these agates aren't bringing me any joy. So, But I used to pull them out and like lay them in a line and be like, ooh. Perfect. You know, what are you going to do? Okay, back into this. So they found the coolest rocks they'd ever seen. They were really lightweight and covered in tiny, smooth protrusions of many different colors. Ooh, we gathered them. They must have been eggs. What do you think? No, they wouldn't know. have. They would. I like to guess ahead of time. What before. kind of rocks are they? Mm. Okay. Moon rocks. We gathered them all up to show them to our parents, announcing excitedly, look, we found space rocks. They got quiet for a second. They cra- then cracked up and gave us the bad news that they were not of extraterrestrial origin, but that Chewy had eaten a box of crayons. Oh. <gasps> and we should probably take the dried dog poop back outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that gross. really, I would never have guessed. No. Great story. Emily's a great storyteller. Okay. With regard to this Crayons. week's letter prompt, I know, dog poop, man. Okay, anybody who grew up with a dog or in the countryside where other people's dogs, I guess, just roamed free, petrified dog poop, that white dog poop? What oh, the yeah. fuck is that? Well, Any veterans out veter- Veterans? <laughs> veterinary- I'm a veteran of the dog wars, Katie. <laughs> Veterinarian? <laughs> didn't, didn't fully say that word. We got that white dog poop stuff. It was so gross. And the only reason why... Uh, what I can think is going on is it would show up in spring. So when the, the snow would melt oh. after been frozen on like a, you know, a snow pile next to your house, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when AKA the snow melted, shit pile? yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. When the snow melted, I think all the, I mean, whatever's left the, the organic matter is pretty much leached out of it. And it's just like, Ew. you know, a shell of what it went, a shell of a Ew. poop. See when we had, so we had Wally, I think I talked about this a while ago where he got Parvo. Mm. He was a purebred chocolate lab, beautiful dog, and he found a good owner. Um, if you didn't listen to that podcast, they go running every morning to get his energy out. But he got Parvo, and his poops were white then. Hmm. 
I don't really even like talking about his poops because that's his personal um, information. That's his, that's his duty. <laughs> yeah. boom, boom. Okay. With regard to this week's letter prompt, my brother and I played a trick on our other brother, a toddler at the time. Ooh, no one easier to trick than a toddler. I know. They're pretty easy to trick. <laughs> one of my girlfriends was posted on Instagram. There's this whole theme going around of like, tell me you're something without telling me. And hers was, tell me you have a toddler without saying you have a toddler. And she showed this apple. And it was like a beautiful like Fuji apple. And it has these teeny little bites, like three of them. And that's it. She's like, I found this on the floor. <laughs> okay. We found him taking a nap on our parents' bed one afternoon. We waited until his eyes eyes had the telltale twitch of REM sleep to say in a voice that would tantalize any small child, Oh, Maddie, there's a whole truck full of cookies outside just for you. His arms and legs started wiggling like crazy <laughs> as if he didn't find this fun as if we didn't find this funny enough. A little while later, we heard a pair of feet thump down the hardwood floor and run down the hallway toward the front door. Maddie yelling, cookies, cookies, cookies for me? Where? We were dying. You really tricked him good. He's got to say it real nice. Yeah. There's a truck outside with cookies. Just for you. Thanks for the entertainment every week. I miss the first few months, so in between episodes, I've been catching up. Uh-oh. It's good because one episode per week is simply not enough. Wow. Pandemically yours, Emily. Thanks, Emily. P.S. The interest of privacy. Um, in the, Oh, in the interest of privacy, I changed my brother's name. That's fair. I appreciate that. Redacted. Redacted. Okay. Um, cool. Oh, Katie, Katie, Katie. We have so many wonderful people in the audience. We do. Um, we do. And we're starting to get to know them a little bit. It's fun you know? to get follow-ups. And yeah. also, they get to talk to one another. Yeah. It's a very interesting time. Yeah. Like we had Megan talking to Valentina. I know. Okay, let's move into the next letter. This, I'm already excited because the subject line is sibling. And it's from Tina. It says, hi there, it's Tina again. This is kind of a fun slash good. I like talking to others, just don't have many. However, let's get to the point. Story of mean sister. Ah, uh, mm. the mean sister. Are I have you all... the mean sister or are you the sister who is I mean, on I, the receiving end? I mean, just me and my brother. Oh, no, not Tina? you. Tina. I was like, I wasn't really mean, I don't think. Well, let's let's find out. Okay. It says, I have all brothers, four in total. Wow. One biological, who's 29, one stepbrother, who's, tw- who's also 29, okay. and two half-brothers, 15 and 10. Okay. I am the oldest. Growing up, it was just Andy and I. We are four years apart, and I was the big, quote-unquote, mean sister. One thing I did that I look back and laugh at, but it was mean, lol. He used to climb slash spider the walls. Mean sister may have put Vaseline on the wall. We talked <laughs> about how we did just high enough that. Because <laughs> you, you're using the grip. I yeah. used to, we talked about that as how as kids, we both used to climb. Yeah. We had this skinny hallway in our old house where I would I could put my feet and my hands, like I had the space, and I could climb. But then you'd get up to the top and you're like, now what am I going to do? Right. You know? Because it was not like we had like really high parents ceilings. parents like, were you climbing on the walls again? No. There's little footprints everywhere, right? you know? Yeah. You see little kid handprints, like I'm Cheeto sure. prints. I, we did not have that kind of food in the house. Yeah. Not many snacks. Okay. Pop-Tarts were our biggest. I love a Pop-Tart. I okay. know. You still love a Pop-Tart. I know. Uh, Kaylee sent us those ones and I gobbled those up. Delicious. Okay. It says, funny now, but he did hurt his arm. Whoops. I mean, your kids, and I think it's pretty funny. And I, it's, it's a good, it's a good prank. Okay, it says my girls are now at that age. It's my youngest who's the sarcastic, funny, outgoing clown. She has skills of quick comebacks. My brother was always good at comebacks. I not. 
I think you're pretty good at them, Katie. I mean, maybe I've grown into it as I've gotten older, but as a kid, Nick was always more witty. He and my uncle Brett kill it. They're, and and my cousins Matthew and Tyler. Yeah, they're really they're funny. They're so witty and so funny and the great one-liners, and they have like a dry sense of humor. I just felt like I could never keep up. Hmm. But we have a lot of comedians in my family in that way. Yep. Not like real comedian, not like Christina level, but comedians nonetheless. Okay. Um, she has skills of quick comebacks. I'm sure there is some there there is some coming ahead. I should be more prepared, but she's sneaky and witty. The other day, I told her her unicorn mask was upside down, and she said, "No, it's not. It's doing a handstand." Ah, she is quick. Yeah, that's like boom. I could go on and on. LOL. And we have some photos so we can see just how crazy, kooky, uh, outgoing clown her daughter is. She says, "How do you watch a phone slash tablet?" You can see her line. That's just hilarious. Yes, she has red highlights. Next is purple. Apparently, we had another member. Remember, I was able to get her mother to see her excitement and let her uh, color her hair pink hot pink turned out great this was her first day of in-person second grade <laughs> and this about sums her up too cute too cute and this is my oldest just because she works extra hard oh and she's on the spectrum has um autism spectrum disorder gotcha well i think i went off on a tangent but if you ever need some laughs let me know they can definitely make you smile hearts 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 tina thanks tina thanks tina and adorable girls and yeah it's it's funny how how different siblings can be but how it's kind of like i don't know in a way it works like you and your sister it works it makes sense like she is the wittier one i would argue oh yeah definitely. i love you very much but she is definitely like she's dry with her wit yes one uh, and sardonic yeah we've talked about this and it still cracks me up she can just send me a message on instagram or text me or something and it'll just she'll send a photo of something she'll be like nerd and i can <laughs> hear it in her voice and it kills me because you know what I mean when someone's just like, like we'll talk, be talking about something that we don't like, like oh this person was so rude and they were doing this thing. She's like, nerd. Like it's just a, I don't accept. I don't like them. They're bad. But all in just one word. Yeah. Nerd. So Sean and I have adopted that. Where when someone's being a jerk, thanks or Kim, a dick, we just were like nerd. Mm -hmm. Okay, so feel free to use that on your own. Okay. Our yes. science correspondent. Hello, Sue. The uh. Wait. Yes, because mm -hmm. Ben is our space correspondent. Yes, Sue is our science. Mm -hmm. Sciencey Sue. Science Sue. And the uh, subject line reads, yes. Stratocasters, Ooh. messenger RNA, okay. and a presentation fail. What are three things I don't know how to use? <laughs> For $500, Alex. go ahead. Yes, yes, correct, correct. In today's Daily Double. I'm just kidding. Okay. Hello from your science correspondent. First up, I have just taken a picture of my custom shop strat for your pleasure. It comes with free cat hair. Oh, that's gorgeous. She is a beauty. It kind of looks like yours a little bit. Well, it's got that that burst, but yeah, mine's, yeah, yours mine's is a different orange. body style, but that is really nice. Boop. They just came out with Fender has a 75th Do you anniversary. Look at it more or you keep looking. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, look a little more <laughs> before I read a little more. Oh, it's beautiful. Fender just released, or at least I just saw uh, in one of my newsletters, a 75th anniversary, and it's got this great badge on it, and it's just beautiful. If only I knew how to play more than five chords, I would treat myself. <laughs> wow, that's that's really nice. Hey, that guy that. who collected them, she wasn't even sure if he played them because they all look like in brand new Are condition. Are you giving me uh, approval to yeah. purchase another guitar? I mean, when we, I think when we buy a home, yes, because we'll have space for it. Right now, if you bought it, I, would, I wouldn't know where we would put it or you how you would. have to hang it on the wall. But then we're putting stuff on the wall just to take it off the wall. I feel like 
once we move, yes. I give I mean, I buy clothing on eBay like I just bought some stuff for when I have to do like more business business KT uh stuff. I bought those like used dresses. I know I never really spend money uh like on myself you for don't. things. Like you're so easy to buy for because you never buy anything for yourself. But I then know. you just use my things too. So it's like if, if I'm buying like face lotion, I know that it's like our face lotion. It's true. But I did get you his birthday's coming up. It's on the seventeenth. And I did get you some You can't mix. give my personal information out like that. People already know. Um, people know, man. You're probably in famous birthdays or something, too. What the hell is famous birthdays? They just put your birthday in there once they learn, and people say, yes, it's true. And they ask you to say if it is true, and you can or cannot. It doesn't matter. It's well, in there. I'm not a famous person. Therefore. Remember when we figured out what wiki feet was? Oh. And that's weird. And yeah. My, my feet are nasty. there, and I don't like it. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Why do people do that? Why does the internet have to be so weird? Like, I don't mind that the internet's weird, but like, who's spending their time on wiki feet? You know, people like, who oh. have foot fetishes, I'd assume. I know. I don't know how a foot fetish out, kind of. gets developed. I mean, I don't care if you have fetishes, whatever your thing yeah, is. Yeah, whatever rocks your jock. It's just really weird. I it's, don't like it's it. It's odd. And then people rate your feet. It's like, a very, I felt very proud that I had like a 4.8 out of 5 or yeah. something. Well, like, you do wow. have nice toes. Well, thanks. I take care of myself. Yeah. But it's just funny because Christina, I guess Christina P doesn't hasn't put many photos with her feet. She doesn't take many photos of herself, period. Okay. But she did of her pregnant feet when they're uh, super puffy because yeah. they were ridiculous. And so that is on Wiki. Her little sausage toes. <laughs> yes. And she's like, I wish I could like remove it. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> she's like, I think my ratings would go up if I could remove the sausage feet. <laughs> okay. Hmm. There's probably a specialty website like Pregnant Feet. I know. I'm sure Pregnant Wiki Feet. Well, it's a, a fork, you know, from the original remember uh, our, website. Remember when my friend Abba was pregnant and her husband's like, I love pregnant women. And I was like, that's so weird to say. Yeah. I mean, your wife is pregnant. I love you both. Don't be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody's got their thing. I guess some people it's feet, some people's pregnant ladies. Who knows? Whatever. Just make sure it's consensual. That's yeah. my message. Yeah. Don't. And I did not consent to my feet being on there. Yeah. <laughs> that was not consensual, but you put it on Instagram. But they even got the shit out of my stories. We're going to move on. Okay. That's gone after 24 hours. Creeps. Creeps. Okay. I assume it's like AI or something. that like pulls. I don't know. How would they know? Do you, would they get some hands on accident thinking it's a foot? I wonder. Okay. It says, I'm absolutely back to our science liaison, Sue. Okay. I'm absolutely Okay. With you laughing about my dissociation chili. So in her last letter to us, and we did laugh because it was kind of... I'm still thinking about it's it. It's so... I mean, so she made chili, but in... I don't know if it was in the midst of making it, something triggered her and, you know, her brain pulled the ripcord and she dissociated. So she doesn't remember what she put in it. And it definitely tasted a little different, but they ate it and it was fine. You know, who knows? A couple of gummy bears. <laughs> Some peanut butter. A it all goes in the bit. chili. Dissociative chili. Put a little dill in it. I know. We, we just, should we should just have people make up recipes for us that are like dissociative recipes. <laughs> That'd be a good cookbook. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Says so she's okay with that. And that's why I included I included the story. You've got to find things you can laugh at. I agree, Sue. Since I'm getting used to my new life of chronic fatigue, I've signed up for all the local resources. Ten out of ten. Yay! I have a phone in my hand, but I want to clap for Sue. Ah. I'm clapping. A local mental health clinic is providing a course of webinars. One of the topics was coping with fatigue, so I decided to give it a go. It turned out to be a two-hour-long PowerPoint presentation. Well, that fatigued the heck out of me. I'm already bored. Maybe even irk me a little bit. Oh, I lasted about 10 minutes before I had to just rest my eyes. <laughs> no kidding. 
there's a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon and I loved it. And cause he was such, he, he was, I think a lot of people saw themselves in, of course, you know, of how course. Calvin behaved, but, uh, one of them, he, especially boys, my brother loved Calvin Hobbes. I didn't attach to it as much. Yeah. He cut a golf ball in or not a golf ball, a ping pong ball in mm-hmm. half and he drew eyes on it and then he. Oh, to pretend him. he was awake. Yeah, he's sitting in class <laughs> and his teacher's looking at him like, you know, and then he'd go on his spaceman spiff adventures and. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's Calvin so, Hobbes. oh, the creativity. I love stuff like that. Yeah. That's so funny. Okay. Okay. Um, local resources. Okay. So, um, it lasts about 10 minutes before I had to just rest my eyes. Five minutes later, I was fast asleep. Oh, it my happens. God. That reminds me of the office when Dwight's like, uh, before he lights the fire in the office and they all freak out, yeah. he said, you know, I gave the safety presentation and no one paid attention. It was my fault. I used PowerPoint. I feel like you should think twice. I can't tell you how many times you guys, because I give talks a lot at universities and even at organizations within like businesses and stuff to talk about how to better care for ourselves or whatever. It doesn't even matter. There's a zillion topics I feel like we've addressed over the years. And every time, like 99.9% of the time, they either ask me if I need slides and they present like the ones with their logos and whatever. Right. Or they've pushed me to use at least 10 slides or something. And I always give this pushback where I'm like, nobody likes slides. I'm happy to do a wrap-up slide so people can take notes to leave it on for the last 10 minutes or whatever. People take pictures with their phone, whatever. I've always been fine with that. But I can't tell you how many times that happens. And I'm like, dude, PowerPoint PowerPoint, PowerPoint is a killer of all excitement and motivation. Puts me to sleep. Some people still know how to give presentations right. so bad. Uh, as you'll notice on slide number 17, the uh, mycelium uh, growth pattern is, uh, and on slide Can't. 17. Um, right? Stop with the slides, people. Do us all a favor and just shut PowerPoint down. Okay. And if you worked on PowerPoint to make it what it is, do better. Okay. So I wow. love it. So you learned how to deal with fatigue because you just fell asleep. So at least you got some good. Z's in. I woke up some hours later in front of a computer screen telling me that I hoped I found the presentation helpful. <laughs> totally. Put oh, me right the, to sleep. I was... Oh, the irony. Yeah. Now for the science bit. Okay. Messenger RNA vaccines, as Sean suspect, do not change your DNA. Normally, when your body wants to build a protein, the DNA unzips... That's so cool. Our DNA is like... Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And this allows a strand of messenger DNA to be produced. Huh. It's this messenger RNA, or messenger RNA to be produced. It's this messenger RNA that goes off to another part of the cell to be used as the template for making the new protein. That's the interesting thing about our body, is when they're sending messages, it's it's like, this is what I imagine in my head. Psst, here are the plans. Yeah. Build according to these I, specs. I feel like these little... Because in my head, cells are all like ovally shaped and they have green little spikes on them. I know that's mitochondria. I don't need you judging me. So they like float around to the next and then they like roll out a little scroll and they're like, do this. Yeah. Can you make me one of these? Can you make the, no, you you don't do that in no, the body? No. Okay. Well, which one? How about which, you? Can you show me which, who the builders are? Which one? Okay. You? Okay. And then they show them and yeah. then they do it. Then they go off, they put their little hat on, their little construction hat, safety first, and they're then like they go build it. The dozers on Fraggle Rock. You know, down a Fraggle Rock. I didn't watch. There's the little Rock. construction. I didn't no. watch Fraggle Rock. No, I'm well, sorry. Hey, I'm not saying it's not cool and not well accurate. Okay, so so that messenger RNA goes off to another part to give them a template. 
mm-hmm. for making the new protein. Okay. This has just happened billions of times inside your body as you read that sentence. Folks, it's science. Wow, science. What the vaccines does is inject a piece of messenger RNA in your body that contains the instructions for making a section of the COVID protein. Mm. Mm. Once this messenger RNA gets to the bits in the cell that makes proteins, those bits don't realize that this messenger RNA is an intruder. That's above their pay grade. I like this. Sue is great. And just cracks on with making the section of COVID protein. Okay, so it just moves in. It's like all of a sudden someone else is in your house and you're like, hey, buddy, good to see you and you just keep doing your thing and then they make that protein they're like i'm here to do my job they got their hat on they look like the rest of them okay starts making the protein (laughs) once this protein has been made it goes off on its merry way later your body's immune system spots this new part of provid this covid protein as an intruder red alert red alert and starts producing antibodies, which can recognize that bit of COVID protein as a trespasser. Trespass! I don't know why it's antibodies. It just seems sex it should be anti and uncle bodies, you know? It's like just... it's not there's no you. It's just anti. <laughs> anti. Uh, oh my god, that's like um I love that my friend Abba, who is Indian, she, I'm anti Katie. Like all the yeah. kids they call me anti Katie. <clears throat> she really wanted to pass that part of her her growing up, like to them, her culture. Okay. So they recognize it as an intruder and it starts producing antibodies, which can recognize that as a trespasser and take it down. Take it down. After this, your immune system will know that anything with that bit of protein is a potential trouble troublemaker and it will be on the lookout. Okay. This it's like means, a wanted sign, you know? Yeah, they're like, we're looking the for office. this. And it's like, instead of the green pokies, it's like blue pokies. And they're like, mm-mm. Reward, $500. No, reward. You get to live. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. After this, your immune system will know. This means that if you get infected with actual COVID, your immune system will spot it quickly and show it the door before it can make you sick. Okay. This whole process completely bypasses your own DNA. Thank you. This is very, it's very helpful. It actually makes sense. And why, question. Yes. What grinds my gears why hasn't someone come on the fucking news and said exactly this? Sue, I wish we had a news show. She would be our science correspondent. I know. And she would explain. And all I could, we have some people who do animations. I could call Jordan and be like, Jordan, make some beautiful animations like you did before of these little guys. Make them really colorful and pretty. People to your will remember. Point, Kids will get it. Yeah. To, to your point, it just seems like they, they've failed it. Being science communicators. 100%. And they didn't have a science communicator. No. Whether it's, I don't care what you get down to for your nightly news, whether it's ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, MSNBC, whatever, whatever CNN, uh, they've all somewhat failed mm-hmm. in explaining what the vaccines are doing. Failure. Failure. I yeah. It's just across. the questions, do we have enough of it? Uh, you know, where is it made? Who's making it? You know, or they spew crazy chaos where they're like, people who don't want the vaccine are insert crazy statement. One person out of you know thirty million that we is has passed away. Like, or it's, it's just bad. A, don't get it. It's going to change your DNA. Right? right. All these crazy falsehoods and lies, and just when in reality, all I needed to hear was what is it really doing? Because I don't understand. And they're telling us this thing is totally new and different, and then I don't get it. You know, and then I'm worried. Yeah, because it's totally new. According to Sue, though, it is good. Yes. Okay. She says, "I had my first uh, jab last week, so okay. she's got a first shot." So you're getting a two dose. So did Ray, another member of our community, had his first jab, and so did Larry and my mom. Okay. 
It says, I had to have extra observations after because of my funky immune system, but it all went well because funky, the whole- Funky, funky. Funky, funky. Um, because the whole process happens without my DNA being involved, and I have yet to turn into a COVID-human-mutant hybrid, which is still a little disappointing. Very interesting. Understandably so. Take care of yourselves, Sue. You take care as well, Sue. Thank you very much for the information. I, I find it very fascinating. Um, I wonder what other science questions we could ask her. She I know. seems to be able to- I would be curious, Sue, if you know, I don't know if you know, because I understand the mRNA and that is very helpful, but I'd be very curious to, if you have any knowledge of the differences between the vaccines, because I think a lot of people, like even my grandmother, for instance, was very scared about the mRNA vaccine because a lot of people are talking nonsense. Versus the traditional? Yes. And so she's getting the J&J one because it's more traditional. Here's the, the solution. You take whatever vaccine you can get your hands on, right? That's the... Well, my, in my gra- my grandma's point of view was that she's been allergic to other things in the past right uh medications vaccines such as such has been not good and so she was waiting until one and i guess her doctor said this is safer for her i don't know i don't know you guys you have to make the decision that's best for you the one thing i am worried about with it mm -hmm. so is just that they're unsure of the quantity that they're supposed to give you Mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out are we overdosing it sounds like they are almost like you'd rather give too much than not enough yeah and i don't know if that's the right way to go with it yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I just want just enough. Just enough. Okay. Just the right amount. Okay. Just the tip of the needle right here. <laughs> just, just, okay, that's enough. You just pull away. <laughs> <laughs> ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, um, I'm already excited for this next letter. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. Ina has written us. She says in the subject line, German tongue twister and maybe a cobbler. <gasps> oh. Cobble, cobble, cobble. Moin from Germany. Right. Oh. <gasps> moin. Hey, it's like call and response. Moin, moin. Moin, moin, moin. I love yeah. it. I love it. Says Salut. Kate, Katie, I love that you knew the word moin. Yes, it is North German. And though it is a common misconception, it does not only mean good morning, it can be used at all times. It's almost like, hey. Sup. Yeah. Howdy do. Like, you could probably say it for goodbye too, I would mm-hmm. assume. Also, speaking of German words, you did a pretty good job with Franz Brotchen. Friends, brochen and Sean, you were right that brochen means bun. Ah, brot would be bread, and with the chen, it's a little bread, so a bun. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So helpful, Ina. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You see, the long words aren't actually very complicated. You just merge everything together. Oh, so that's why those because German words are so freaking long. It's pretty much like just a sentence in a you're word. You're just smushing it. Just smush it all together. It's like it's such an eloquent language. You just smush it all together. Yeah, it's like we're gonna smush it all together. We're gonna talk like this. Like, yeah. oh my god, this is so amazing. I'm just gonna squish it all together. We talk a little bit. Long. Your German is impeccable. Mm. Okay, another example of three English words being one German word. Okay. I might have chosen this one because it will be fun hearing you twist your tongues. Gotta get ready. Little matchbox is stretch holes holes shots uh, shots telchen stretch holes shots telchen. Streisand Schlotzenberger Steen. No. Chen. Not at all. It was very close. Not at all. Very close. Streich Holes Holes Chotelchen. Again, your German is impeccable. So good. I've been, excuse me. On to another topic. You asked if there is a cobbler among your listeners. Well, I did recently make my own pair of boots. Photo attached. Oh my goodness. Wait, you made your own boots? Yeah, she boots made Boots and pants and boots, boots and pants. Do you guys remember that commercial? It was an old Geico commercial where the, what was, what was he? He's a pig, yeah. He was a little pig and he was on vacation 
and he was sitting at the beach or something. Yeah. And he was like, I just paid my Geico insurance or something. And then he was like, and now back to vacation mode. And he put on music on his phone. It goes, and he goes, boots and pants and boots and pants. And you're like, it's the silliest thing. I don't know why it was funny, but it was so good. Google pig boots and pants Geico. It'll come up. But those are her boots. You made these? Yeah, she made them. Are you a ninja? These are dope looking. She's a cobbler. Are you ever? Nice. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Huh. Those soles look really nice too. Well done. Well done. done. Amazing. I'd wear those. I'd wear them with shorts though. Strut around with my big tall boots on. I like that the zip goes all the way down. Makes it easy to get. Okay. So anyway. Um... So she did actually make her own pair of boots. Does that count? Yes. I say it counts. Um, Ina is, um, oh, I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm learning already at the end. It's Ina. Ina. So Ina is our uh, cobbler. Our cobbler correspondent. A cobbler correspondent. I do a lot of sewing, but this one was a new challenge for me. Have a lovely day. Ina, I think. She says, my name is actually pronounced with the German I, which is kind of like the English E, as it sounds like in peanut. Fun fact, my uh, Australian, Australian friend gave me the nickname Peanut a long time ago, and I like to spell it P-I-N-A-T here in Germany. Ah, a peanut. Very That's cool. really cute. Cutie cute. So Good job on the boots. Yeah, Ina, cool. you did amazing. It's bo- bo- are they for, like, are they waterproof, they look like, maybe? Something I like don't that? know, but they look pretty amazing. Yeah. And the zipper and everything, I think sometimes, because I'm not a seamstress or a cobbler or anything like that, I sometimes take for granted how difficult it is to actually create clothing. Because when I, I mean... Even just darning our, <laughs> darning our accidents and our clothing, little holes or buttons or whatever, you realize just how much work it is, really. To do it properly, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I could probably make a pair of boots, but you wouldn't want to wear them because one's going to look like a sleeve, the other one's going to be a well. But even just like a glove, you know. Yeah. What are the different? Because if you think about it, without getting into too much detail, the different chunks of fabric have to exist separately because they won't smooth. It won't lay smooth. Do right. you know what I mean? Let alone you got to give it a little bit of sole. And you know, my soul is going to be funky. Okay. (laughs) Like, what'd you do with that? I put it in the waffle machine. I gave it a little bit of a waffle texture. Mm. Uh, Then, you know, a couple of different colors. I probably wouldn't make my, like them the exact same color. I like it. Like when I put socks on. Are you like mismatch? Yeah. Oftentimes I mismatch my socks. Okay. So my roommate in college, Veronica, was a huge mismatch sock person. And you can actually buy them mismatch. There's a company, I think it's just called Mismatch. Hmm. You want me to buy you a mismatch? No. I bought them for her I'm for many particular. years for her birthday. Very he particular. is very particular. First of all, Sean hates socks. Him and his sister both. And ah, I just took him off about 30 seconds ago. I was like, You pull him? He pull, he steps it on with, it. He pulls it out and he steps on it with one foot and pulls the other foot out. And then freedom. does this with the if you were just if you're just listening, he puts one foot on top of the other and pushes out the sock off of his toes until he can step on Actually, it. Actually. The technique is a little bit more advanced than that. I use my big toe and I hook it. Above my Achilles tendon on my other foot. Oh, you and do it. And then I push it, it down, it and then I get it over the heel. Now, over the heel is so good. Once you get like you're you're halfway there, so now you've relieved the pressure on your ankle. Why are socks so tight? You may think I don't know. I don't like it at all. <laughs> so you get it over the heel, and I you're don't like, feel oh, like a little my relief. Socks are tight. But then you're wearing like like a little you know like a convertible at this point. Like your heel is the right temperature, but the rest of your foot is warm. So then you just slowly work it off with your, and you step on the toe, mm-hmm. and then you you, sh- you slip slide it off. It out. Boy, oh boy, that is one of the top ten, you know, things I. You can guys, do I don't, the day. I don't agree, Amazing. but I'd love to know what you think. Let us know in those comments. Socks or no socks? I actually love socks. And there's nothing like a new pair of socks. 
You know, like when they're real squish, real nice, real floof. They're real squish, they real got nice. The real floof. You should be writing in um, a magazine about socks. Mm, you know, squish, real squish, real floof. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> but I love socks. Like. I would prefer to wear socks than not because mm-hmm. here's my thing is it, I don't mind being barefoot, mm-hmm. but I don't like, like floors are never clean enough. Cause I don't like shit sticking to my feet. Yeah, It gr- bothers me. It grosses yeah. me out or it hurts and pokes. Mm-mm. I rather slo- socks and slippers at all times. Also my feet get cold. You and your sister grew up in like the Arctic North and you both hate socks. Even your sister, I've been there in like winter, winter, and she'll just like throw her boots on barefoot. Can you believe this, Kim? We've got Katie here just taking us to task over barefoot. I mean, we're it's more natural, Katie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what craziness uh-huh, or, you know. Uh-huh. Sure, very more prudish natural. of you wearing your socks. Oh, very you know? pr- oh, she oh. wears her socks when she goes swimming at the pool. It's really kind of a little strange. What but pool? Where you? Are we, where are we going swimming? When? When? I don't How? Making up the story. I know here. you just are, but I wanted you to one. admit it publicly. How dare you? So rude. <laughs> Rude, Kim. There she was in a bikini Rude. and wool socks. You could, you know. Oh, wool socks is a totally different thing. I like short socks. Ooh. Like the like ones sports? I wear. Like the little, yeah, little sport socks with a little thing on the back so you can pull them up like a little tab. Oh, yeah. When you go walking and if you're wearing a pair of socks like that, I don't like it when they start to slip into the shoe. That is an uncomfortable feeling. Well, I feeling. have taller socks for when we go walking. Mm. We go walking after midnight searching for a home to live in. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm going to workshop that one. Okay. We're going to move into this email because subject line is 15 minutes of fame. And also it's from Ben. And we love Ben. Greetings from your chief engineer. Thanks, Ben. I feel like we should make a list of all these people so that we can keep track of it and they can keep track of it too. A flow chart of our organization. Because we have so many different liaisons. We do. Around the world. This organization is Not to mention travel, 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 Jeremy. Which yeah. is not travel, 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 Jeremy anymore as much. Oh, and the coffee, 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 Graham. Yeah. I, I, I just I'm think. I'm not sure. So much. Amazon is a big company. We are a close second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos, mm. Katie Morton, you know. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Right. Why can't we buy a home? <laughs> well, I didn't say it was a very profitable, a profitable business. profitable business. But it is a big business. We have read a few ads at about, you know. Got about $30 worth. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Greetings from your chief engineer. I changed the title because it seems chief scientist is already taken. We can have more than one. Well, there's Sue. too many chiefs in the village. The you chieftain? Can, too many You could be chieftains? assistant to the chieftain. We could be assistant the, to... Assistant, assistant to the regional to manager. Assistant <laughs> to the chieftain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because it seems chief scientist <laughs> is already taken. I hope you don't mind. We don't mind at all. No, no. I'm more of an engineer than a scientist anyways. So... I'm curious what your 15 minutes of fame are. Mm. That moment where you suddenly became crazy famous, well above and beyond your normal means. If possible, I would love to hear about some of them from your audience as well. Yes, please. For me, that moment was when I created a website that tracks Elon Musk's Tesla Roadster in its travel around the sun. Wait, I'm aware of this. Oh, my goodness. The site goodness, even got tweeted out a few this. times by Elon himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's amazing. I'm aware of your website. That's amazing, Ben. Jesus. Was Where pretty is exciting. Starman now? Tell us. Actually, can we put the link below? I would assume so. We can probably find it. Yeah. It says it was pretty exciting. Under Elon, That's fucking huge. That's crazy. And I even got to see my name on some big TV shows and newspapers for a while, although it seems to have died down. 
Look forward to hearing more of these 15 minutes of fame from others out there. That's, That's pretty super amazing. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. that 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, let's see here. I mean, I... Okay, so back in the day, this is a silly thing, but this is very true. So, actually, I actually have two kind of things that I think of. So, one is... I loved to color as a kid and I used to like always submit my stuff to coloring contests and I would win a lot. Oh. And I won the biggest coloring contest in like our county. And this is going to sound even sillier, but I was so stoked as I got to eat free at Skipper Seafood for a year. <laughs> That's a big deal. <laughs> and I had this big book of like all the things in my mom. We'd pull out like my little coupons and be like, I eat free bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, the big big time. You hit the big time. I hit you may big, have peaked early. But then my photo was up with my coloring. It was a lion. Oh. I did a lion's mane. But it was up my photo in my photo. For Skipper Seafood, huh? Skipper Seafood. Nice. <laughs> so that's I didn't one. know that I was dating a royalty over here. You know, this is amazing. <laughs> I think I was like 10. Then another Do you think that time, card is still good? Is Skipper still around? No, it's now a wrap. It's next, well... I actually don't know what it is anymore. I think it was a different seafood restaurant for a while. Now I think it's You're like. Closed. Does this card convey to the new owners? <laughs> I have my cards. Let's see if my mom has. I'm a grandfathered card. in, right? <laughs> oh my god! Um, I will show on Instagram because my mom was going through. She keeps some old stuff from my brother and I, and she found this old recipe book from me in kindergarten, it's and epic. it's the most hilarious thing ever because they didn't. They ha so the teacher asked the kids to give their favorite recipes. Now the kids don't know what the fuck they're talking about because they're just like. I just watched mom make this and she puts it in the thing and it does this thing and it turns out delicious. Right. And you guys, I'm going to share them on Instagram because they're so hilarious. One, my favorite is Evan's banana bread. And he said his mom uses 15 pounds of dough and six bananas. <laughs> she puts it. The ratio is perfect. I love when they, and she puts it in the oven, it turns to bread, <laughs> which is kind of true. Yeah. But I love the degree. Somebody's like, she puts it in for two hours at five degrees or die oh my god okay so anyways the second one of my oh. 15 minutes of fame so you had 30 minutes of fame maybe mm -hmm. is you know there's they're spaced out quite a bit okay. so that's like eight to ten year old katie and then when i was in high school i was surprisingly good at softball and i always liked soccer more but was never as good as anybody feel that way like you like a one sport more but it's just not it's just not that easy and softball was just easier for me okay. i don't know why and so I broke like five high school records and I had to go to like this big event to be Amazing. like, my name is on the plaque thingy, Mabob. I don't know if it still is. I'm like old now. So you imagine if someone not. broke your record. That bastard. No, you, you don't I'll say that. I'll chase her you... down because I'm faster <laughs> and I punch her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I stole more bases, bitches. Right. I'm just kidding. I think it was. Very competitive. I don't even remember what the, what they were. I think it was like best batting average, most bases stolen. Like a Willie Mays Hayes. I have there. no idea. My mom might remember, and yeah. I'm probably I'm have to re I'm have to retract some of these. I'm sure she'll listen to this. And <laughs> You're be like, claiming Katie. records that you didn't. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I was uh, the fastest person in my school. I was I the was best the pitcher, catcher, first person. baseman. <laughs> yeah. No, I was the first baseman. <laughs> when I was a child, I think I was six years old. Mm -hmm. We were living in a place, uh, a town called Kelowna mm -hmm. in British Columbia, spelled with a K, which surprised me. Yeah. Uh, like Kokanee, you know. Uh, I don't even know what that means. The Kootenays, you know. I don't know what that means either. Yeah. Next. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, we're living in this town and um, the people who lived behind us 
my sister and I, mm-hmm. and these two other kids, we were walking. I think we went to get candy at the store. Okay. While we're walking uh, back from the, the, a man approached us and the man Run was away, like, hey, stranger danger. Can I take your picture? He says. And I was like, oh, sure. You know, like what's, no. what's going on here? <laughs> Run the stage I work for-, for the local paper, he says. Stranger danger, and Sean. Says, Show I'm, me. I'm doing, you know, like a little, a little, I'd like to shoot a photo of the four of you, you know, at the jungle gym. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So. Stranger danger. So we all have our candy, you know, pixie sticks or whatever. Did give you candy and you no, ate we, it? No, we went to the store to get oh, candy. Oh, sorry. I'm just really unraveling here I'm with not this whole that dumb, stranger danger you know? situation. Yeah. No. So anyways, uh, he looked official in this, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, so he took our picture. And I was so excited and it's going to be in the paper, Ooh, tell your parents, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, cool. And it was, we weren't like on some, there, there were people around, you know, okay, like, okay. and there was four kids, it's, you know, okay. a community Safety park. in numbers. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but in hindsight, yeah, maybe I should, <laughs> should have been a little bit more cautious. Now that there. I tell the story. You want to take my picture? <laughs> um, Sounds a little scary. You're yeah. like, yes. Yeah. Slap your oh, cheek. Oh, the 80s. You Make know, sure my your eyes are clear. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I was all ready for my, you know, my big, my big. Lick your fingers, stick your hair down. Yeah. In that perfect look. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, the, the photo is going to be out, you know, uh, in a couple of days okay. and, or like the Saturday paper. I was so excited, Katie. Like I'm going to be famous. You know, I'm going to be in the paper. This is my Do you big have break. This paper? So. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it came out and uh, I, I, I get to the, 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 you know. The page of five it, the, or whatever, yeah. and then you know, section no B. page six, social life, right? Sean St. Louis <laughs> out on the town, that's it, with his friends at the playground, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I open to the page and I look, and there's my sister, there's they cut, the you t- out. They cut me out, there was a piece of my sleeve. I'm like, <laughs> what? you know, Aww. yeah, so I totally didn't make the cut, uh, yeah, he cut me out of the photo. So that was my 15 minutes of fame that uh, my sleeve was, I was like, I'm pretty sure. And I brought it into my, uh, my first grade class to show them. I was like, that's my sleeve. I wore the same shirt. To prove, (laughs) proof. This sleeve. (laughs) I was almost in the paper. Look, here's my sleeve. You can see it. I was so proud of it, even though I wasn't in the photo. I don't know why he cut me out. I mean, I know why I've got a. No, you know, you're I've adorable, a, but I've got a face for radio. Maybe, but maybe it was just the way you know when you were sizing things. <laughs> he sized me up. He's like not good enough. Well, no, I just meant like in focus and the size that they had. Maybe yeah. if he made it smaller, it was like weird. Yeah. It could disfigure the totally. <laughs> That's funny. That Artistic me, differences, you know. Remember when we were in Elgin and I was on the cover? It was like American and Elgin. And that Scott. was great. <laughs> I should repost that on Instagram. I'll do that because it's hilarious in reference to this episode. Yep. So yes, I Ben, I agree. Everybody, please send in your fifteen minutes of fame stories. I That's think those are one. great. That's hilarious, and I love it. And they're they're funny when you're a kid. Yeah, like I won the coloring contest. Yeah, I eat skippers for free. <laughs> That's a pretty good, pretty good coloring yeah. contest. I I wouldn't mind entering one like that now. You know, yeah, we should pretend we're a kid. Yeah, you have to, a, you have to be a real under, like <laughs> kind of color outside the lines, but really a nice, beautiful ombre or no, whatever. I did. I, I think I won because I like heathered. Yeah, I like started. Oh. On the lion's mane, like a little bit of like yellow and then like a little more orange and then you move into the reds. I wonder if they had like a, who do you think judged that contest? Do you think it was like a real art critic? Like, it's probably the this manager. This shit or, you the know. The manager's like, this one's prettier. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? I'll oh, just pick one. doesn't matter. <laughs> but as a kid, it's like your world. You think like you're the best. And I was like. Well, yeah, they put it on the wall. The, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I agree. Please send them in to otdmpod at gmail.com. 15 minutes of fame. 
Tell us about it. I like this new bit, Ben. Keep thinking of these I like ideas. It. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of ideas, and also our opinions don't matter. So here we are. Should have a coloring contest. I Katie. can't believe they cut you out, those fuckers. We should call them. And be like, you know who I am. <laughs> call the paper today. And they'd be like, no, I don't know who you are. He retired like twenty years ago. I don't care. I won. Papa had a paper. Just demand it. I just like the fact that I had my T-shirt on or my shirt like, with the stripes and. See, it's, it's me. me. Oh my god, I die. Okay, yeah. David has written us. Oh, it says the Hello, day David. I was a celebrity. Kinda, I'm already excited. Hello, Katie and Sean in the OTDM kingdom. Oh, that sounds like Lion King, where you're like, and this whole kingdom is yours. Anything the light touches. Have you watched Lion King? Sadly, I have not watched Lion King. I was not in. I don't like Disney animated films. I think that they're the junkiest thing ever. It's always. I know, I know there's people that what are booing and hissing. What about your childhood? Hello. Technical manuals, um, you know, Etch-A-Sketch, Technical manuals. Did you hear yourself? <laughs> no, we'll I, like, I'm not a fan of Disney films. We'll be like, Sue. Yeah. How do you relax? Okay. Um, okay, so the OTM kingdom. In regards to my last email about getting a concussion, the way I got it was trying to get into the passenger side of the car and banging my head on the side. Uh. Sorry if that wasn't clear in the last letter. I blame it on the concussion. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Sean asked if I started writing left-handed as a way to help my brain recover. Mm -hmm. In the email, I said I did it out of boredom. Funny enough, I did start a week after I got the concussion. It was one of the few activities I was able to tolerate for long periods of time, um, for a long period of time, or caused me to have an existential crisis. <laughs> so it was either this or that. Mm -hmm. I do want to share my progress thus far. Included is day five and day 30 of my work. What I found helpful is a good heavy pen to write with. That is true. I think that like when you're learning, especially writing, it's something you need to practice like a kid. So this is David Redacted. Okay. And this is day five and day 30. Jeez. Look how much better. You guys, you see this? Better than my handwriting. I know. I have horrible handwriting. I blame it on computers. Um, I used to have nice penmanship. Oh, I've in fact, never there was a had girl in the fourth grade. I was very competitive. She had nicer penmanship, mm -hmm. but I was determined because I was new at mm. the school. Mm -hmm. I was determined to have excellent penmanship, uh, you know, to stand out. Look at and you. No one gave a You're shit. You're 15 minutes of fame. But it took me forever Sean, to write. Best penmanship in Kelowna. Fourth grade. <laughs> no, I'd come back to Montreal. Oh, by then, yeah. Fourth grade or fifth grade. Anyways. Yeah. But that's excellent penmanship. But I think now everyone's penmanship has gone to shit because of computers and typing and everything. Like, I don't know how to I mean, write cursive anymore. I mean, I probably could, but... Maybe. Maybe people would mistake me for being a doctor. Like, look at this, how bad his penmanship is. He must be a doctor, they'd say. Maybe. I've always had bad penmanship. First of all, I'm a left-handed person, which I feel like gives me... I don't know. I feel like it's an uphill battle for right. us. But... My the funny thing is, is I always tried. So my dad was left-handed, and I always tried to write like my dad. And he had beautiful penmanship. Uh -huh. Like my mom would make him write in all the cards. You know, okay. women usually, if you're in a couple like that, one of you writes in the cards and the other one doesn't, just signs their name. I'm the one that writes in the cards okay, because yeah, that's true. you just you like write in all caps, and then you decide you don't want to, and then you scribble things out, and you're like, ah, I fucked this up. So I usually write in cards. Sean just signs, but I have horrible penmanship. If any of you have ever received my thank you cards on Patreon back in the day. You have seen my horrible penmanship, but nothing beats my brother who is right-handed. So get with it, Nick. 
used to leave letters on the kitchen counter if someone called because back in the day, hey, there was no oh, such thing. Oh, the notepad next to the phone. There was no such right. thing as cell phones or voicemails. You had home phone and you had a fucking answering machine. And if someone picked up the phone, the answer machine did not, so they were the answer machine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'd leave notes. And Nick would leave these notes, and Mom and I would come home, and we'd be like, so I think it's to you, because it's longer than Katie, and it's, I think that's a why. I, I think it's Mom. Okay, it's Mom. It's you. Mm. Now, it was like the Very, fucking Da Vinci Code. Right. We had no idea. It was like some, some kind of Cyrillic letter. I don't even know. Was there a niner? Maybe. I don't know what Nick was writing. His penmanship was terrible, but he was really good at drawing. So He, he should have just drawn the message. I know. This is mom. She's going. It would have been much easier. Okay. Moving on. Many of the audience members have written in about their celebrity encounters. But what is it like on the other side when you are the celebrity? I've had such an experience, kind of. Cool. And I would like to share it with the audience. I am already excited. Lay it on us. I worked for a public affairs cable channel in the before times, in the long, long ago. <laughs> I feel that. One of my many jobs was to train interns to work in the studio. Ah. They appreciated the train as all of the programs were produced live and they were afraid of screwing up. I always feel that way every time they're like, we're going to do this news segment. It's going to be live. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Don't fuck up, Katie. Get it together play cool okay one of the interns who were being trained wanted to interview me on their practice show i said sure as it was never going to air i asked them what they wanted to t- uh to talk about and they just said trust me omakase and then at that moment david shouldn't have trusted them that's what i'm in- i'm supposed to say narrator deep voice <clears throat> at that moment david should not have trusted them oh you sound like the <laughs> the fifth estate or whatever that tv show is <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what we're talking about yet oh. again. I don't. I. It's like one of those shows. Canadian they, television. Yeah, I don't know if it's the fifth estate, but Keith Morrison. Mm. At that moment, Stacy was unaware that someone was already Ooh. in the house. Yes, yes, like the, yes. I know what you're talking about. I didn't know the fifth whatever. I don't but know. If that's, I know like when I watch my crime shows, they're like, "What she didn't realize is this will be the last time she'd see her husband alive." And you're like, "Oh no!" Okay, moving a on. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The intern introduced me as a recovering alcoholic. And since I decided this was just for fun, I played the part. Most of the time I was asking the intern, the host, where um, where they knew where the bars were so I can avoid these locations. Wink, wink. A few minutes later, the manager of Master Control, the people responsible for airing live and recorded programs, started to apologize to me. I asked them what's wrong. They accidentally... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No oh, way. <laughs> oh, no, David redacted. They accidentally aired my interview live. I took a deep sigh. I knew I couldn't do anything about it at that point, right? The damage has already been done. People had already watched and thought you were an alcoholic asking where the bars. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. They... I've been on the job for only three hours that day, and it was three hours too long. <laughs> <laughs> Just before midnight, I worked 18 hours that day. I arrived at the station to catch the very last bus of the night. At this point, I'm brain dead and hungry. I notice in the distance someone looking at me. (laughs) I'm not sure if they're going to ask for money, get me to join a cult or whatever, but they came up to me and asked me if I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, David, I'm so sorry. Hey, man, are you all right? I saw you earlier on the news. I saw you on TV and it just didn't look too good. I wanted to ignore them or just walk away, but I said, I'm okay. Why? 
They saw my TV interview. Internally, I was screaming and maybe my stomach as well. <laughs> That's great. This person told me they wanted to watch Maury, like uh, Jeremy Kyle in the UK, but enough numpty... Whoa. I don't understand this. Sorry. This is like a different language. Okay. So person told me that they wanted to watch Maury, um, like Jeremy Kyle in the UK, but enough numpty pronounced numpty. Okay. They went up one channel higher and they saw my interview. So they were trying to watch Maury, like Maury Povich. I didn't know how to react. I was trying to be polite, but I just wanted to go home and grab a bite to eat. I assured them I was all right. Tried to explain what happened. They looked at me as if I was full of it. Yeah, right. You're like, yeah, you're not an alcoholic. No, I swear. I'm not an alcoholic. Sure, sure, sure. I was trying to get them to go away, and stupidly, I asked them if they wanted my autograph or something. <laughs> well, what are you supposed to do? It's a weird scenario. You want me to sign something, like a beer bottle? or <laughs> uh, I'll buy a drink at the bar? I don't know. Um, they said no and just looked at me oddly as they walked away. I'm not comparing myself to a celebrity, but it's interesting being on the other side. And it says, disclaimer, I'm not making fun of people who have alcohol or substance abuse no, no, issues. No, no. Of course. I have family who have currently who have and currently deal with said issues. Agreed. Yeah. It's not, but it's just funny that like, you thought you were playing a role for a joke for like a prep and then. They aired it live. Accid- accidentally. Oh my God. Before I go, I would like to contribute to the podcast question prompt. People mm. are liking this and I am enjoying it too. Here's your next prompt. If the first one didn't tickle your fancy, this one might. It says, tell us about the day you were considered a hero. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Did you ever like save someone's life or do something great? Or I don't know. Like when yeah, I, I told know. you to go to the doctor when we were in St. Martin's and you had toxic shock syndrome. <laughs> That's a story for another time. It is. Okay. <laughs> Hope you all have a great weekend. From David Redacted. Thanks, David. Excellent. P.S. The stuff of Sean making up characters and being in a coma is just nonsense. That was stupid of me. Even I <laughs> laughed at how ludicrous it was. What was I thinking? We're actually in the wanking penguin's mind. Ah, mm. uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, totally. <laughs> okay, time for one more? Sure, let's do one more and then we have to uh, get ready for dinner. Yes, it's dinner, dinner time. Okay, din, din. one of our writing, our staff writers from austria boots and pants and boots, boots and pants and boots and, and we do have a speak pipe but we'll do that next week okay it says it's from christoph if you haven't met christoph he's wonderful he's one of our staff writers and the title or subject line of this email is siblings love paper plane contest and more Ooh, okay hi katie and sean dear audience dear universe i started a teaser about siblings love that there are stories from my father's childhood that get passed on from generation to generation, and then I didn't, I didn't share a story. Oh, how cruel of me! Agreed, Christoph. How, how cruel! How dare you? So let me tell you a story. My family still laughs about, although the events were told more than seventy, or the events told were more than seventy years ago. Okay. Actually, I never asked my dad how old he was when this happened. Hmm. My father is the youngest of five, and they must have been quite a lively pack of children. So one day when he was playing all by himself, he broke a coffee cup, uh, broke a coffee cup of the good Sunday dishes. Ooh. Somebody's in trouble. Right? That's like, I remember as a kid, my mom, so my mom for, I don't even know if it was like in college or what, but there were these years where she took like this pottery and like ceramics and she made a lot of things. Okay. And we used to have, it was brown and it would hold our Q-tips in the bathroom. And it had flowers on it. And she like made it herself. And on the bottom, you could see the KM. And anyway, I broke I broke the lid at one point. And I like dreaded it and tried to glue it together. It was a disaster. And 
And mom was like, it's no big deal. I made it. It's, you know, it's not like I bought it or anything. I'm like, but you made it. I felt so bad. Oh, my God. Okay. So they broke the coffee cup of the good Sunday dishes. Oh, he knew right away that he would be in big trouble if anyone found out. But in his child's mind, he found a fix by putting the two halves of the cup back together and bind a piece of string around. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. That'll work. Gorilla glue did not exist 70 years ago. <clears throat> bind a piece of string around, then place it in the back of the cupboard. Very smart. That's like the time my friend Jamie and I, does anybody remember friendship bread? I have no idea what that means. Okay. So there was a time in probably the early 90s, mid 90s, mm. where everybody was making friendship bread. And friendship bread is almost like sourdough where you have like a starter. Okay. And so you share your starter with others. And it was like, it had like brown bits in it. So I don't know if it was like whole wheat or oat or something. It had like bits in it. It wasn't like regular sourdough starter. It had like stuff in it. But anyway, needless to say, you would share this with other oh, people. Oh, that's just your friend's band-aid. <laughs> don't mind. It's just your, your sister's earring. No. Anyway, whatever it was, you would share it. And so, but you're supposed to keep it moving. So like her mom had told us, uh, she was like going to the store to get something to make the bread. And she was like, you guys need to keep moving this around. I don't know if she put the yeast in it. I have no idea. I don't know. I just remember Jamie and I with this huge gallon Ziploc moving this bread around and it exploded all over the couch. Oh, no. Oh, no. And her mom was particularly, like, she would yell a lot. Like, it wasn't that I was never, like, worried for my safety. But you know how some families are yellers? We talked about this, like, months and months ago. Some families are yellers and some are not. Old yellers. <laughs> Who fell in the well? Um, but my family did not yell. And so it was always startling when her mom would get mad. And Jamie was like, oh, my God, she's going to find out. Oh. And so we took a washcloth and wiped all of it off. And then we flipped the cushion. And we, oh, never, yeah. and we never, ever told her. And we put as much of it back in that bag as we could. And we never ate that bread. <laughs> I don't know what the brown stuff in the, in the starter I'm, is. I'm not I don't know. Sure. A button, a penny, right? a raisin from the couch. You just flip it over. Fur. And then it was like <laughs> months and months and months later, her mom tried to flip the cushion for something else. And she was like, what is this? And we were like, I don't know. We, we blamed it on her sister or the dog. We're not sure. Yeah. Nobody knows. I don't know. Okay, so put it in the back of the cupboard. But alas, his siblings found out pretty quick, and instead of telling on him, they decided to prank him on this. So next Sunday, it was time for the afternoon coffee for the adults and hot chocolate for the kids. I want to live in this era. Sounds lovely. And my father was shocked to find a cup at his place with a piece of string around it. <laughs> now, his crime would come to light, and when the hot chocolate was poured, he insisted that he didn't want any. But I don't know if it was done by his mother or any of his siblings, but they poured hot chocolate into the broken cup. And surprise, instead of spilling all over the table, it was all good. Wow. It was such a clean break. It could seal back up. Mm -hmm. They had taken another cup and put the string around it to fool him. Uh, that's oh, and by his reaction, his crime was also solved. <laughs> <laughs> you give it, give it up. He's like shocked by it. Yeah, this was as good as a confession. But also, in my generation, we do not spare each other. I am the youngest of three, and when I suggested the topic, I was thinking about this story. <clears throat> we were all still going to school. Uh, we had we had lunch when we all came home, and after lunch, we had a cup of coffee. Seems like coffee is a recurring theme in my family. It does, Christoph. When my brother went to pour coffee for my sister, he told her when to say stop when it was enough. And she always failed. She'd said enough or thank you, this is good. But never did she simply say stop. Okay. So her cup was always filled to the brim. 
So there was no way of spilling it, of not spilling it if you took it up. Yeah, that's when you have to like lean down and like suck some of the liquid off so you don't spill it all over yourself. And she always complained while we were laughing and instead of getting her mouth to the cup and taking a sip, like I just said, she insisted on adding milk and sugar before she could drink it. Wow. And of course, then the next goal of us brothers was to make her laugh. I think she hated us for that, but whenever <laughs> whenever she's in Vienna, we still play this little game. And I think by now she would miss it if we didn't. Yeah. There is something nice to that, like to those old traditions and things that you do, you know? Yep. Okay. As per the suggested activity workbook. Yeah. I love the idea. Oh. Uh, Kaylee did a, the hide the things. She did one of those highlights. Oh, I even cool. tagged highlights on Instagram and they gave me a heart message back and I've never been more excited. Child me was like, Okay. I didn't know this was going on. I just so you know, I'm not on Instagram these days. Yeah, Sean's so. not really on social media that much. I, it must I be nice. Take, how is it? For I need you? to take a break. It how was about too you tell me how nice all is consuming. that for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all consuming. So now I'm 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 gonna probably put my toes back in the social media water. But I I just needed a break for a little bit. So. That's fair. I'm just teasing you. Yeah. So I missed all this action and oh. highlights. That, okay. Okay. So Come anyway, on. so highlights and I are buddies now. Okay. Best of friends. Says, although I have to admit I'm not good at drawing or writing jingles like Keely did, I'm good at writing songs and hopefully at telling stories. Yes. Yes to both. But still, the idea is great. And once we get into brainstorming for some ideas, I will see what we can come up with. Like hiding a little penguin somewhere. Ah. Still one of my favorite stories. Me too. Sue just hit it out of the park. And the paper plane contest song Sean suggested, count me in. I love making paper planes and then seeing them tumble down like leaves off a tree. That is, for me, one of the few positive things of working in an open office space when you know all your colleagues there and you can have fun and then build a paper plane and send it across the room, hopefully. With some luck, it lands on the desk of an intended target. <laughs> that is awesome. How yeah. fun. But it is also hilarious if it lands on the desk of someone who was totally unaware of his surroundings and didn't realize what everyone else was doing. Hilarious reactions ensured. Yes, of course, because they're like, you know, it's just funny. Yeah. I feel like it's always... It's great if it lands where it, where it, where you want it to land, but it's like funny if someone is totally surprised and shocked and maybe scared a little. <clears throat> or okay. hit by the pointy tip of the plane. Yes. Yeah. Right, in the, right in the hair. Right in the, yeah. Right or it gets behind caught. the ear. If there's enough hairspray and enough hair, they might even not know it's there. Mm. And my car is not a Citroën, but a Renault. Pitch black. Cool. So unfortunately, no pictures of it stuck in the mud as it was dark. And when you moved away from the car, you couldn't see it. Ah. <laughs> That's like on eBay when I'm looking at goods and they're black things. You can't even tell. Right. What, you're like, where is, what is it? You're like zooming in. Okay. And a word to Sue's, uh, Sue, the collector of guitars. I like that. Though I don't like SGs. What's SG? SG is a body style um, from Gibson. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I think they don't look good, but I know that many people love them. They're I don't like them either. And a lot of people like them. I, Probably because different like, strokes for different folks. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea either. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Um, not saying they're bad, but I went to a pawn shop here um, just because I had an afternoon to kill. I was walking around the town. Oh, yeah, I had to hang out. Yeah, and I walked into a pawn shop and I was like, Do you have any, you know, guitars? And the guy points to them. And I looked and there was a couple of neat looking ones, but then there was an SG and he was like, thought that that was the one that was going to catch my oh, eye yeah. and i was like i don't like that at all it's <laughs> but he says i know that people love them there must be a reason why it's such a popular guitar i don't know it's heavy it's good enough if you, if you need uh kindling for a fire i don't know it's yeah <laughs> that's rude how rude people love them everybody's different um <clears throat> okay 
attached a picture for Sean of my guitars. Ooh. As a short introduction, the ones in the front are my main guitars and each of its own name. The white one on the left is the Beast, and she really is. Guitars are female in the German language. Ah. Great for some dirty sounds, though she can be gentle as well. In the middle is Savannah, though she can be a Savannah. beast. Savannah. Oh, Savannah. Like a molasses is spilling out of your mouth. But she can be a beast as well. But the name came to me when I got her. The blue one is Juanita, or La Mexicana. <laughs> she a is a fender from Mexico. As she is a Mexican-made Strat. fender. Yeah. <laughs> and as a typical Stratocaster, she can be gentle and she can be quite aggressive. I just love her. In the background on the left is Little Miss Sunshine, a Squire Strat. Oh, cool. Uh, Cheap but reliable, and she was my first electrical guitar. That's awesome. And then there's Baby, my Ibanez, Ibanez? bass guitar, which has been with me for 36 years. Ibanez. Ibanez. Didn't um, even want to be stolen. Wait, okay, which has been with me for 36 years. Didn't even want to be stolen from me. It once was, but I was lucky to find her again in a music shop in Vienna. She came back around. And then there are two pictures of my amps. The good one is Vox AC-15, a classic, and my main app. And the Vox Mini Super Beetle, an amp with a new with new technology. Sounds great, and despite its small size, can sound really big. Cool. A great practice amp or when you don't want to carry the big one. That is all for today. Love the podcast, and it keeps getting better. Going to Washington and get out of the apartment really did you did good for you. Well, thanks, Sending Christoph. Sending love, Christoph. Hey, man, uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, here we go. I got to <laughs> like, show, I gotta show, me show photos, him. Katie. I know, he's probably dying, but I had to tell you the names of them. Yeah. The Juanita. And the, I love it. I love it. Oh, he's got a gold top here. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Thanks for sending him in. I love man. that you guys are offering up your own stories, or not stories, but prompts for the stories to be yeah. sent in. Sorry, Keep I'm them coming. The- I know that we're still behind on your emails. We will be working our way through. You can send any stories, any thoughts, any replies, anything that we prompted today to otdmpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the community. I really look forward to seeing the comments. And I, I look forward to this podcast because I just get to be me and not have to like come up with answers. Yeah. You know, Isn't that nice? It's yeah, very, it's great. It's I, nice. I actually enjoy I mean, I, I like your other podcast, but... I well, it's just a fun thing that we get to do together. <laughs> and how dare you? Take it back. Rude. Kim, uh, he's rude. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, Have We some will fun. be back next week. We'll be in Santa Monica. Back in Santa Monica. Yeah. So we're looking forward to uh, to seeing if our apartment still exists. Or, right. Hopefully you know. it didn't like blow up or flood. Yeah. Be different curtains. Yeah, exactly. Go to the <laughs> land of different curtains. But have uh, a wonderful weekend. We will see you all soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>